Yo, is this thing on? Yo, what up, y'all? Welcome back to the highly touted episode 17 Christmas special. Christmas? On the Alt Spread or podcast here. Or, yeah, holiday Any special. Any holidays. Holiday special. Holiday special. Uh, not trying to get canceled. Uh, Christmas slash holiday special. Um, we have a lot to talk about. This is going to be like the Thanksgiving special. Two hours plus. Got a lot, uh, We're doing two different Christmas lists. Talking college football, uh, bowl games, reactions to the college football playoff rankings, picks with everything. Also, who do we think is going to win the Heisman? Uh, we have our Heisman winner prediction, as well as everything normal for NFL, uh, except for the uh, coveted player props and touchdown scores because it is Tuesday as we're recording, and those haven't come out yet. So uh, we'll hit on that later, but stay tuned to the Twitter all week. Yeah, we'll with- be tweeting all week. We got games uh, all over the place. Uh, Games Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then one on Monday. Player props are going to be all over the place. I don't know if Sam mentioned, but we only have one episode this week because uh, we'll be spending Christmas with our families. But we will be tweeting uh, from the account, so stay tuned for our picks. So same week as as, uh, Thanksgiving special. One long episode, getting it out early. Allow you to spend time with family, uh, watch football get all the inside scoop as well as tune into the twitter for updated picks but without further ado i think we're gonna hop right into uh our first yeah, very first jingle them balls huh? are you ready to <laughs> jingle your bells our very first christmas episode um starting with some christmas songs to begin with our top 10 but if uh, we're all ready here let's get started all right let's go Alrighty, so kicking it off with Christmas songs. If I could listen to Christmas music all year long uh, without feeling like a criminal, I probably would. Yo, I used to hey, I used to be a Grinch. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I used to be a Grinch, a Scrooge. Uh, I hated Christmas music, and then I was turned on to some of the best music I've ever heard, and now I absolutely love it. I listen to, sometimes I pull out some of these songs in like June and just listen to them to get a little bit of hype. So, yeah. You want to get into that? Just remind us what's six months away. Uh, my 10 through 6. Really, my 10 through... Uh, I'll say 10 through 6 is like my tier 3. 5 and 4 is like tier 2. And then my top 3 songs. Just ultimate tier 1 bangers. But at 10, I got Silent Night. Can't go wrong. Ooh, that's a good one too. See, I had a hard time making a top 10. Because uh, there's so many good songs, but I was able to narrow it down. Cannot go wrong with Silent Night. What do you have at 10? At 10, <laughs> I have... Well you, well, you got 18 honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and add Silent Night to my honorable oh, mentions. Um, so, I'm not... Okay, so I, I wasn't able to put any of the classics in... Well, not like the... So, I, I wasn't... I did not put... Silent Night, obviously, or Jingle Bells, or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, or Frosty the Snowman in, in my top ten, even though those are bangers. Um, I was not able to put them in there just because there's so many good Christmas songs. At number ten, though, uh, I had to go with the Redneck 12 Days of Christmas. 
Fucking what? With Jeff Foxworthy. It's fucking hilarious. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I've heard that. I heard it recently for the first time, and it was fucking hilarious. That's, yeah, that's fair. If you're listening to this for sports, don't be a fucking Scrooge. We'll get there after this. Yeah, we'll songs. get there. Get your holiday spirit on a little bit. Uh, at nine, I got some Nora Jones. Uh, it's not Christmas till you come home. That song makes me feel some type of way. Allie, if you're listening, can attest to that. What's, what's the name of it? It's not Christmas till you come home. I don't You've probably know never heard that. it before. I might not have. There was uh, my speaker. We were jamming. Uh, <laughs> we Christmas. were jamming before. Uh, it makes me feel some type of way deep up in my tummy. Okay. I'm going to have to listen to that. Um, at number nine, I have Feliz Navidad. Everybody knows it. It's by Jose Feliciano. A lot of people probably don't know who sings that, but give him some credit here. That is a fucking banger. I got that. I don't at even eight. know if I don't know if he originally sang that. I have that at eight. You have that at eight? Yep. You do. Fucking banger. Great song. I love so, it. You want my eight now? Yeah. I got Last Christmas. Last Ooh. Christmas. That's gave a good, me that my heart. Didn't quite make my top ten, but that's a good. See, I love. I Christmas. used to. I used to jam to that as a little kid. Christmas is my favorite holiday, so I love all these songs. My parents. I don't think there's a genuine Christmas song I dislike. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Great songs. But moving to seven, I have the uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. You know? Oh, that's a good one, too. Can't go wrong there. Doesn't even really matter who's singing it. I do like some Michael Buble Christmas. Have yourself. Michael Buble Christmas, Bing Crosby Christmas, Frank Sinatra Christmas, all fucking Frank Sinatra smacks, too. Just with anything, but he has a voice for Christmas music. It's fantastic. At seven... You're going to beat my ass for this, because I know it's probably your number one. But I have Believe you by Josh Groban. No, I'm not giving away my list. Is that not your number one? I'm not giving mm. away my list. Okay. Might not be. Uh, defend yourself for that stupid pick. Just the picks ahead of it. I couldn't put them above it. Wow. I, uh, I, I don't know. It's a great song. Like we've said before, I, I love that song. It's fantastic. It's hard to put these in order. But it was a really fun time trying to put them in order. Uh, quick story time. About two years ago, I about killed Bobby and myself by... Uh, so we're driving home on the interstate. We turn on Believe. About 2 a.m. Yeah, about 2 a.m. Bobby turns on Believe. I scream at the top of my lungs. He about fucking crashes the car. And he's like, dude, what happened? I'm like, nothing. I'm just hyped for Believe. Yeah, I didn't even know uh, <laughs> he liked the song. I just like... I had a Christmas uh, playlist playing, and that came on, and he just like he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, headphone users, but that was legit reaction, and that, it was like early December. You feel what I felt in my car that day. <laughs> yes, but headphone users beware. Uh, but so you have that at seven or six? Uh, I had that at seven. At six, I got Little Drummer Boy. Just the that's fucking, a great one too. It makes me feel some type of way. Uh, rum pum pum. Yeah, I I, fuck I like with that it. one too, man. I wish I would have put some of these on my list, but I couldn't do it. I wish there were more spots. Um, number six gonna be a little controversial here, uh, but I have "Away in a Manger" by Brad Paisley. Okay. That version of it, I love it. Not for me, but not gonna knock you. Uh, also, to be known, I was cool with like doing three to five songs. Bobby's like, no, we need ten. I'm like, shit, okay. Yeah, I, I had like 20 written down, and I'm like, this is it's hard enough to knock it down to ten. Can't For me, we're getting, to, we're getting to tier two uh, territory. Number five, this is new to me this year. 
Shout out to Bobby for this song, Christmas Shoes. Fantastic song. It sounds stupid in the title, but just give it a listen. The meaning. What sounds stupid about it? Christmas Shoes. Woohoo. You know, sounds kind of. It sounds dumb, but give it a listen, a full listen, listen to the lyrics. Amazing you'll, song. You'll cry. You it's will in, cry. It's in my personal tier two. If you love your mom, you'll cry. <laughs> uh, number five, I have Where Are You Christmas, the Faith Hill version. That smacks. Fantastic. I completely forgot about that song. I love it. Damn. See, this is why it's so hard to yeah. put them in rankings. That's a really good song. Because we know that if we did this over again after hearing each other's, we, the rankings would change. It'd be a little different, yeah. Uh, number four, I got Christmas Cannon. Number four? Yep. It's my top of tier two. Bobby and I always jam to this. Uh, there's been like three Christmases, or like three winters in a row. Anytime we hear it, we send a Snapchat video of us just sitting there listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> Great song. I think that's just based on like what our friend group has with Christmas Cannon. But I am putting that at four. You have number that at number four. Yeah. I have. Uh, I hope I have the name right here. But I have Oh Night Divine. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. By Carrie Underwood. That yeah. version okay. smacks. I, Carrie Underwood has a fantastic voice. I mean, I'm not gonna argue. Phenomenal. She hits I'll sing to any Christmas. That song. high note at the <laughs> end. That high note at the end. I get the tingles every single time. Every single time. Never fails. Fair enough. All right, here's my tier one songs and the versions. White Christmas. Great song. White Christmas at three. I much prefer Bing Crosby or Frank Sinatra. One of those two versions of White Christmas, really. But you can't knock knock Frank Sinatra's, though. Yeah, it's either Bing Crosby or Frank Sinatra. If I'm listening to White Christmas, I want one of those. Okay. Number three. I have Baby It's Cold Outside, the original one by, actually I don't know if it's the original, but Dean Martin. I'm assuming that's the original, right? Okay. Dean Martin sings that, and I have uh, a little Quality song, a little bit. My mom told me. Lusty. No. My mom told me that my grandpa sang that, my uncle sang that, and now I'm the third generation of, uh, of Wiener singing that. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, number two, I have All I Want for Christmas is You. Michael Bublé's version is nice. I love it, but it has to be Mariah Carey. Hit those fucking high notes in the car, singing by yourself. That's a great song, too. That probably would have made me... What the fuck just happened? Uh, someone just... Someone just started a motorcycle outside our apartment on the third floor. Or died. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of those two options. Uh, okay. go lock the door. All right, so we're on number two. Yep. You guys guessed it. I got Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes. Love that song. Absolutely love it. Ever since I was a little kid, it made me like give gave me the feels on the inside, and that song. Buy her these and Christmas he shoes. He uh, pushed it on to me in 2020. Yeah, I whipped that song out, and he uh, he had some names for me, but. <laughs> He said, you're an idiot. Why would you like that song? He's just looking for clout, singing about it. But it's a song. It's a great <laughs> song. Fantastic All song. Right. All right. And it, you guessed it. He gave it away. Number one, Believe. 
Josh Didn't Groban. mean to give that away. Josh Groban. Absolute legend. Believe. You know he sings all of, uh... Actually, he, he has, like, a uh, church, like, album. Yeah, he's good as fuck. Yeah, he's got a great voice. He's an amazing singer. He's great for, like, choir voice. He's the fucking man. Believe Josh Groban. Coming straight out of Polar Express. That shit... Hype me up listening to that. Okay. Um... My number one, I guessed it, Christmas Cannon. I fucking love this song. I jam to it every single time. If I'm alone in my car on the way home, I will dance to it, going fucking nuts. He only dances alone, though, because it's a sight to see. Yeah, it is. I I, I do not only dance alone. I do it. I have no shame. That's fair. (laughs) Okay. I don't think either of us are shocked by our number ones. And if you know me, you know, hype me up with Believe. And for him, Christmas Cannon makes a lot of sense. Oh, I go off to that song. Makes a lot of sense to me. Well, I gotta listen to it. (laughs) We're not running away from the Christmas spirit, but we are getting back to the football spirit here. We're gonna have our kind of debate reactions to the, uh, Top four, top six-ish of the college football playoff rankings coming out on Sunday after the uh, conference championships the past weekend. I just want it to be known that I picked five of the six winners correctly, but put way too many overs with the money line winners. Sam likes to parlay his, uh, his picks and then miss on the over. <laughs> yep, that happened all weekend. I only hit on Cincinnati in the over. Pretty sure you went positive on your picks, but you... Uh, I sure did. Yeah, you missed on the uh, over Because I went five for six on outright winners, and I could have just did that, you know? Yeah. And I would have went four and two against the spread. Fuck. Yeah. There's but, a but, profit. There's but a profit. Through everything, um, first of all, I predicted Oklahoma at six. What a slap in the face to Cincinnati. To finish uh, seven, at least they went seven. Or did they go eight behind Georgia? I think they went seven. As Bobby cracks another. That's let a me, monster. <laughs> let me pull up rankings, but I want—I want to say it's a slap in the face to Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know what else they're supposed to do, especially in this weird year. I think they were knocked for having a couple games canceled, but they can't help that because of. Uh, Damn, I picked Nevada and BYU. Let's go. Uh, let's see. I didn't uh, tweet it out or anything, so I'm not going to take full credit for that, but I completely whiffed. I thought UCF would keep that close. Yeah, we both had BYU winning. Uh, we didn't really discuss covering. But you'll see we're only going money line on these bowl games. Okay. So, absolute, even worse slap in the face. Cincinnati is at 8. Uh, they went 9-0. and They beat... <coughs> They beat everyone they were supposed to. They had a few games canceled. That's not their fault. And they finished eight, which is like an absolute tragedy. Florida finishes seven with three losses. Uh, that's totally based upon um, only losing by six to Bama. Florida's fucking good. They're good, but they yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make the argument they deserve to be in the playoff because three losses oh, yeah, is way no. too many for the playoff. But they are fucking good. Like Florida yeah. is good. I think this would have been a good year to have eight to sixteen teams in. Yeah, Florida confirmed good. 
Good football team. Yeah, because if they had 16 teams in, you can get BYU against Bama, Iowa against Clemson, Northwestern, Ohio State. They'd probably... 16 they, might be pushing it. Maybe they would, 8. They'd probably mix it up and do UNC versus Ohio State, Northwestern against it would Clemson. Probably, they're probably going to go to 8 before they go to 16. Okay, well then you'd have Bama, Cincy, Clemson, Florida... Ohio State, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Texas a and Those would be amazing games. Yeah, fucking fantastic. They would. I would bet so much money on those, <laughs> and I would watch all of them. So would I. But, that being said, I called Oklahoma at 6, especially after beating Iowa State. How could you not fucking hit the over? How? Do you not hit the over? How? Yeah. How? I, Whatever. <laughs> um, A&M at 5. We're not shocked. We both kind of wanted them at 4. Um, but we're not shocked. Notre Dame did have the better resume. So they had the better win against Clemson, regardless if Trevor Lawrence played or not. And they had the best, they had a better, uh, they had the better second best win, beating North Carolina. Yeah, but I still think that the way that they lost to Clemson the second time, the right, second time they but played. But then who do you think would win, Notre Dame or A&M? Uh, maybe A&M. I think I'd take Notre Dame. Really? Yeah, and I think that's why they did that. Notre Dame has beat Clemson and North Carolina. A and M. A and M's a good team. Yeah, but they. But I also Florida think Florida would be at A and M. I will. I'm pretty sure I you said think that Florida before. Florida would be A and M again if they played. Yes. So do I. So it's all weird, but I don't think they got it wrong. I mean, it sucks. Notre Dame is going to get spanked. It is what it is. But uh, I'm not shocked with. No one should be shocked with Bama and Clemson one two or Ohio State three. Another game at four. How about Dabo having Ohio State at eleven? What a slap! And Nick, Nick in Saban the had face. him at five. Which that's a little. That's I mean, that's not as bad. I can I can see how he would say five, but eleven. He has them below Coastal Carolina. Yeah, that's a slap in the face. Which and, no disrespect to Coastal Carolina, but it's fucking Ohio State, right? Like, and for that, for Clemson to play Ohio State and the line to be seven and a half. We, but uh, I said that we're picking. Uh, I have no further comment on that. So. <laughs> I said that we're picking money line for bowl games, except for uh, Bama, Notre Dame, and Clemson, Ohio State. Okay, we're gonna hop right into it. Uh, Bama is favored by nineteen and a half. I tweeted on my personal account. Uh, I don't give a fuck what the line is. I'm taking Bama. I agree. I uh. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Bama covers this. They fucking smack them. They give them a... It's kind of like the... Uh, well, I don't know what year it was, but like around 7 to 10 years ago. I'm they thinking 42-17. I don't even know if they put up that many points. I think they'll be a little better than they were against Clemson this past week. So I think Like you they, said, they can't play from behind. Yeah, they're, so, they're better as a running team, or run first, and then Ian Book. Ian Book's a good college quarterback, don't get me wrong. He's he's the best in Notre Dame's history, statistically. But, but yeah, with their, Alabama goes their, up yeah, quick. They're their, fucked. Uh, Notre Dame's like a good running and defense squad, and then Ian Book does his thing. If Ian Book is forced to throw against Bama's secondary and pass rush, while Bama can easily drop 40 on, Clemson, or on Notre Dame's defense... Uh, they're going to be fucked. And I think Bama's going to come out hot. I mean, they put up I also 50, think that, yes. They, up, they put up 52 on Florida. Just Nick Saban's week. a genius. He knows what he needs to do. He's going to, if he gets the short, the choice, he's going to elect to receive. He's going to go up quick. I think I'd agree. 
But yeah, I think Bam will hop up quick. It'll just end up being too little too late for Notre Dame, and they'll be overpowered. Uh, it's going to bring up the topic of discussion that Notre Dame shouldn't have been there. Uh, but I don't think A&M would actually do any better. Well, they might, but I th- still think if they played Notre Dame I would be I still think A&M would play Alabama closer. But it's we they haven't might. even seen the game yet, so yeah. we could be wrong. They might, but I would take Notre Dame over A&M. And then, uh, what's so... Oh, winners both, only, so... Right. We're both on Bama there? <laughs> yes. And then Clemson, Ohio State. I'll let you go first. I got... Give your, give your reasonings. I've got Ohio little. State plus seven and a half covering. And um, I actually could see Ohio State winning this. But I landed on Clemson winning in a very close game. It's going to be back and forth. Probably look at the over on that. Uh, but... Clemson wins a really close one here. Ohio State covers. Look out for me to flip on that. We got a couple weeks here before I can. Uh, I have to make my final decision. But I'm going with Clemson for now, coming out with a close victory for it to be a Clemson-Alabama national championship again. I actually agree with everything. Uh, original thought was Clemson wins by like 10 to 14. But just thinking about it, I, I don't want to overreact to Dabo having them at 11. But I mean, that's the disrespect. It's kind of like uh, like Juju dancing on the logo. Let's not go there. <laughs> it's uh, like team plays with a vengeance when somebody takes a shot at them before the game. And Ohio State is amazing. I mean, they've struggled in their yeah. two. Their They're two still a really games, good team. But they did what they had to do to get it done. They're I fucking don't think fantastic. Justin Fields is going to be throwing multiple interceptions against Clemson. Hopefully, he's perfectly healthy. Uh, I don't know. He said he might have a sprained thumb. So we'll hear out. If Justin Fields isn't playing, Clemson covers whatever line. If he's not playing? Yeah. Yeah. But I, he's going to play. He'll tough it out. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Clemson wins a close one. I don't too. think Justin Fields not playing. Right. Unless he, like, tears the ligament in his thumb. Yeah, I feel like he could be, like, really injured and still play. Like, yeah. he's got that grit. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, 34-31. But both teams might put up more. I'm going to say, like, Actually, no. I like 34-31. I'm going to say like 35-34 Clemson. Damn. Damn. Okay. Well, we'll get to uh, the uh, championship later on because obviously I don't want to predict a team to win two games, especially if they're not even going to win one. So we'll see further on. But Heisman. Who do you got? Heisman. Oh, I forgot to do this. I so. got Mac Jones. You, uh... If... Well, shit. If Kyle Trask didn't lose to Flor- or LSU and have a bad, bad-ish bad game, I think it'd be Kyle Trask all the way. Because I, I would make an argument that a 9-2 or a nine and two Florida team would be in over Notre Dame, especially after losing by 6 to Bama. Give them another shot. But uh, losing to LSU, having three losses... Mac Jones, lead. I don't. Devontae Smith is the leader for, in like terms of uh, okay. favorites, but I don't think wide receiver is going to win. Looking at the numbers based on my current knowledge, so I got Mac Jones. I'm going with Mac no, Mac Jones as well because he has taken like not a step, not a leap. Like he's fucking jumped forward this year. Fucking long jumped. Yeah, he long jumped forward, fucking 18 feet. Uh. That dude is, he has jumped up the draft boards, up the Heisman rankings. He's fantastic. Um, 
Devontae Smith looks really good, but I just don't see. I see Mac Jones winning it over him. And then you got to give a shout-out to uh, at least, like, Kyle Trask. Obviously, he's going to get some talk in there. And Najee Harris has gone crazy for Alabama as yes. well. Isn't it crazy? I'm looking at some rankings here, and Alabama has uh, three of the top five. And then not going to jump to conclusions here, but Trevor Lawrence, after that game against Notre Dame, he deserves some talk in it. I don't think he's going to win it. I still think Mac Jones wins it over him. But, and, uh, uh, like, Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson, too. He's gone. I don't even think he's going to be uh, at the thing, though. He only did three, right? Yeah. Oh, then no. It'll probably be Smith, Jones, and Drask. Yeah. I don't know how they'll do it. But I'm, I'm going with uh, Mac Jones. I would love to see Najee Harris get it. That dude's a fucking tank. I want to see him on the Steelers next year. I hate when we agree. I would love it if Devontae Smith won, though. I would, too. That dude's a fucking stud. I, lo- I just love when a, I love when a quarterback doesn't win it. Not anything against quarterbacks, but like it's just so much more fun. Yeah, I feel like the the easy pick is the quarterback on the best team. Yeah. Granted, like last year and Joe then Burrow broke every single record. Like that was just when it's easy. not a quarterback, it's always a running back. If it's somebody other than a running back or a quarterback, that would just be like fantastic. Like that'd be like when Indomitian Sue was in it or uh Manta Tail or when Charles uh, Woodson Charles won. Woodson, yeah, that's what I was thinking uh, of. Desmond Howard playing all over the all over the board. Well, shit. Yeah, I, I kind of hate agreeing there, too. Yeah, I, I hate when we agree. <laughs> All right, well, this leads to the portion of, what, we're 25 minutes in? Yeah, we're making good time here. Uh, it's getting to the portion of uh, bowl game picks. We're going strictly money line. Every bowl game. Every single Except bowl game. Except the ones that already happened. Except the ones that already happened. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, except we did both pick BYU to win. Yeah, I had UCF I mean, covered. Though, not, I liked Nevada. Never wrote it down, though. Yeah. <laughs> Never so, bet on it. Never wrote it down. Nevada won tonight, but we didn't write so it down and talk about it. I got BYU money line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, starting with, I'm just going to read in order, and we'll both give our picks. Woo-hoo. Almost knocked that monster off. And uh, I think some of the games will give reasonings. Some of them we don't know much about both teams. Exactly. Yeah, we made kinda... some picks. I got some that I have notes on. So, uh, first, I got Louisiana Tech beating Georgia Southern. I got Louisiana Tech. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, I got Memphis over FAU. Memphis. Okay. I have Houston over Hawaii. That's a heavy favorite for Hawaii, or Houston. Houston, um, I just want to... So, I have Houston... Uh, Winning this, but I want to note that when I first looked at this, my gut told me Hawaii, but that might just be because I really want to go to Hawaii, so True. I'm going with uh, Houston. <laughs> uh, there, I got Buffalo over Marshall, and that pains me. I've been a Marshall backer all fucking year. I bet them Friday night. They let me down against UAB. Grant Wells just hasn't done That's anything. two weeks in a row. Grant Wells has not performed his last two games against Rice or uh, UAB. Marshall's defense is good, but Buffalo's run game is amazing. Um, I'm addicted to betting overs, and I, my, my first thought was Buffalo in the over in this <laughs> one, but I'm leaning more towards the under if I were to bet that. But I do have Buffalo. They are favored by about four and a half. I think it's going to be a good game to watch, but Buffalo comes out. I'll definitely, I will be watching this game. Oh, I will as well. I will. Uh, this is the type of game, I don't even know what day it is. What it's on uh, Christmas Day. 
Christmas. Yeah, okay. This is the type of game that you turn on to like get away from your family. Yeah. yeah. So who do you I, have? I have Buffalo winning that as well. So we've just picked. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I have Louisiana Lafayette over UTSA. I see that you have UTSA covering. I think the same. Okay. I think it's gonna. I mean, it's fourteen. That's kind of a yeah. Lot. It's a I bowl like, game. Yeah. Fourteen points. A lot of points. I got uh, Louisiana Lafayette winning a close one. Yeah, here. I think I they come out slow. They haven't played in a couple weeks. Yep, I don't and see them uh, more covering breaks, by so. fourteen. What about uh, Western Kentucky or Georgia State? Western Kentucky. I have that too. God, come on. We're in agreement. This is this is. We're gonna have to disagree somewhere. Uh, we might have to change a pick just to right? disagree with Sam. Uh, Coastal Carolina or Liberty? Coastal Carolina. I have them too. I uh, actually like Liberty to cover here. And to be fair, if everyone thinks that we're taking favorites, um, Louisiana Tech would be an upset and Western Kentucky would be an upset. I so. like uh, hashtag cover Carolina. But I like Liberty to cover this one. I, I don't I, know. Something yeah, about Hugh they're Freeze. They're not going to cover. Hugh, Hugh Freeze in that offense. Even though it's seven points, I could see Coastal Carolina winning by like ten. I actually thought about taking Liberty here, but I got to live up to my name. Cover Carolina. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But it doesn't matter if they don't cover. I might flop. I might flop, but I do have Coastal right now. Yeah, I like I like Liberty's offense. Hugh Freeze is going off out there. I just uh, it's the BYU win for me. Like the fact that they beat BYU, I have them winning this game because they know how to win uh, close games. Yeah. Even though they that comeback against Troy after the big win against BYU, I mean that's yeah. that says something about them. As fucking the Lakers are storming back there, once down sixteen, and now they're down seven. Alrighty. Uh, we, I. This might be our disagreements. Which one? Miami. Uh, I actually wrote them out of order. So Indiana uh, or Ole Miss. It has to hop it. up. It's just one. It's two games are out of order. So Indiana or Ole Miss. Well, I got that way over here. I got Indiana. So do I. They're Indiana. favored by six and a half. I think they're going to do just fine against Ole Miss. Ole Miss has a... Uh, Ole Miss's uh, defense, hot garbage. Their offense puts up a lot of yards, but that's because they have to. Yeah, they look I think like if they play a good defense like Indiana, it might like, be it might get embarrassing. Yeah, they. so Ole Miss looks like they uh, they could potentially be good in the future. Like They look like a good team in the making if they can get um, their defense a little bit better and their offense to be more consistent. Oh, they're but, like the Nebraska, the SEC. Exactly, except they're probably going to be good in two years. Um, but <laughs> uh, I have Indiana covering this right now. That line's at six and a half. Winning and covering, yes. Because Indiana looks so fucking good right now. So I'm going with Indiana winning and covering. They Alrighty. might. I don't know. They might not cover. All right, Miami but and winning. Oklahoma State. I'll let you go first. We have agreed with every game so far. Miami. So do I. Damn it. Uh, I don't know. To everybody, I, everybody saying that we uh, staged this, we literally face away from each other and make our rankings. So and then we like come together to the laptop and make our podcast. So I we, almost don't like. I, yeah, we don't like looking at each other's picks. We like. Yeah, we like the surprise. Save it for the the reaction. Yeah, my first. So Miami are two and a half point dogs in this game. My first reaction was Oklahoma State, but I, I, I don't see that. Chuba Hubbard's not going to play. And Derek Henry is fucking good. Derek? De- it's Derek King. Derek? Derek Henry? <laughs> Derek King? Watching too much NFL. Derek King? Derek okay. King. Alrighty. Okay. 
back to him. He's back. on my fantasy team, okay? Fair enough. I'll let I'm it slide. hyping up Derek. Uh, I'll let it slide. I almost said Derek King. <laughs> I'll let it slide. Uh, something, yeah, something just tells me Miami hasn't been healthy in a long time. Just get their guys back together. Uh, Derek King in his last college game doing his thing. The Eric King. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we both like Miami there as underdogs. Yes, we do. To win. Yes. Texas or Colorado? Texas. Same. Uh, they're heavy favorites, like 10.5 up to 13.5. I don't know if it's 13.5. It's double digits, and I think they're going to cover. But, yeah, I got Texas. Dog, we have we have to disagree somewhere. Uh, I might flop on that one, actually, thinking about it. Texas and Colorado? CM Ellinger's last game. He's got he's gonna he's gonna have a same Ellinger game. Texas seems to show up in At bowl the games. least Colorado might Texas, cover. Texas Texas oh yeah. Texas shows up in bowl games. Like that when they beat Georgia and they're like, Oh, we're back and then they go eight and four. Yeah. Seven and five, whatever it is. Uh Wisconsin or Wake Forest. Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> uh Iowa or Mizzou. Iowa. Yes. All right, here's – we have to disagree here. There's no way we agree. Oklahoma or Florida? Florida. I have Oklahoma. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I have Oklahoma in an upset. Uh, no Kyle Pitts. Uh, a lot. Florida's an older team. I don't – I think they're going to come off – You say that like they're, like, old enough that they're regressing. No, I'm talking they're like – They're still, like, 20 No, years. I'm talking like uh, – they're kind of tapped out. A lot of them have NFL futures. They're coming off back-to-back. Are you saying they're not going to be good next year? Who, Florida? Yeah. They're not going to be as good as they are this year. They're losing Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Kyle not. Trask. Tony. How about the like other receiver? They're gonna. They're always going to be solid because they're but Florida. But they haven't been. Well, they've they always been of, top 25. Uh, they, they've kind of risen back. They kind of were ass for a couple years. Ass and going like 8-4 and four in the SEC, 9-3. Mm-hmm. and three. They're not bad. They've always, I, they've always been above average. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, but Oklahoma is a young team. Look out. So my prediction for next year, Oklahoma and Oregon are going to be a problem next okay. year. Okay. Predictions. So, bookmark it. Yep. So I'm right. I like Oklahoma. They're young. Their defense has been showing up. Uh, just ride the high of beating Iowa State. If they can beat Florida going into next year, they'll probably have – Hot, top odds to make the playoff. So I'm, I'm riding Oklahoma. There. I've got Florida. Uh, even without Kyle Pitts, their offense looks pretty fucking good. They still have a guy named Kyle Trask. That's true. He's pretty pretty good at quarterback. I've got them. They just seem like a better team than Oklahoma. Um, so I've got them winning this game. That's fair. We might disagree here. Tulsa, Mississippi State. I feel like we're going to agree. I have Mississippi State. I have Tulsa. Really? Yeah, Tulsa's defense is for real. Okay, I got Mississippi State because um, SEC. They played uh, – I hate to be the, the douche who uh, claims the better conference, but they've played better teams. That's fair, but they get fucking walloped by the better teams. Yeah, but they have the experience against the better teams. I mean – They know how to defend against that. So do you think – tell me this. Do you think Cincy would beat Mississippi State? Ah, uh, yes. Tulsa just played Cincy to three seconds left. Yeah, but it's different. Other tie game. It's diff- it doesn't work like that. It's I'm just not saying. How it works. I'm just saying. If you if you use have you ever bet games, football? That's not no, how I'm it just works. Saying, if you so the, 
If you use similar games in predictions, since there's no way to really predict how a good American team would beat a bad SEC team, if you think Cincy would beat Mississippi State and Tulsa just played Cincy as close as he possibly can, I see not too far of a fall off there. Tulsa's a good team, don't yeah. get me wrong. But I and think, I, believe, I think Tulsa's favored by a point and a half. Uh, yes, they are. Uh, I I'm believe I believe that. I like Tulsa to win. Not positive, but I think that they are. And I've got Mississippi State winning outright. Alrighty, we got San Jose State and Ball State. I'm riding San Jose State. They're undefeated. I they're, am as well. They're rolling. Yep. They look, I mean, I haven't really watched them, so I'm not going to say they look good, but yeah. based on the they record. Looked really they looked really good against Boise yeah. State. Uh, West Virginia over Army. This is a new one. They were supposed to play Tennessee. They found Army the game. I think Tennessee backed out. So now it's West Virginia Army. I got West Virginia. I got Army. All righty. We got three disagreements now. like to love to see it. Uh, Arkansas, TCU. Arkansas. I have Arkansas on the upset, too. <laughs> Felipe Franks, last game. TCU doesn't look that good. TCU is too inconsistent. They're hit or miss for me, and I don't like betting them anymore because they let me down in a few games. So, overall, Felipe Franks. Don't ask me who they are, but Arkansas has played some good teams close. Well, they should have beat Auburn. Okay. On that the backward spike. They're not a good team, but they're a decent team. I'd say Auburn's good. They just fired their coach. They shouldn't have, but... Uh, I thought that was a mistake. (laughs) I would say Auburn's good. Okay. We're almost to Auburn, actually. Georgia Cincy. Georgia Cincy. Who do I have here? Uh, I gotta take a look. Pains me, but I got Georgia. I've got Cincy. Okay, I love to see. I got see. Cincy, yeah. baby. I Cincy, I think they're pretty good. I can't believe Sam didn't pick them. I don't. I think Georgia is just going to be a lot to handle. Georgia is going to be a lot to handle, but I think that Cincy can pull this out. I love to see it. I love it. Absolutely. One of us has to do it. So speaking of Auburn, Auburn and Northwestern. Um, I believe. This is going to be an ugly game. I like the under, whatever it is. I have Northwestern. I have Auburn. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I've been more, betting Auburn all year. I know. A more talented roster in terms of guys. and. Look at us betting each other's teams. Right? Uh, I don't know. Something just tells me this is going to be like a back-and-forth defensive battle, like 17-14. Maybe Bo Nix finally fucking makes the play and gets it done. See, I've been saying that all year. Auburn is a underdog too. North, yeah, they are. What is it? Two and a half. It's like two and a half, three and a half. Um, Northwestern. The fact that they did not get blown out by Ohio State, even though, in, like in theory, they probably should have. Not going to talk about it. They probably should have. Fields throws an interception in the end zone. Uh, Fields has another interception while driving. Trey Sermon had uh, 300 yards. It should have been 29-10 if they if Northwestern went to call timeouts. It really should have been a 20-plus point game. But it is what so it is. you're saying I should have covered 16 and a half. Yes, but you didn't. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Here we are. But, yeah, I got I was livid after okay. that. <laughs> we already gave out Bama over Notre Dame and Clemson over Ohio State. So we got three left. NC State or Kentucky? I believe NC State. I have NC State too, and they're dogs by yeah, two and I a had, half. I had NC State winning that. So do I. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Kentucky uh, Terry Wilson has a big game, though. Uh, last two games, Oregon or Iowa State. 
I had Oregon. I'm riding Oregon again. Oregon winning take, outright. Take them over USC. They're four four and a half point dogs in this game. I had not even heard your uh, prediction about it. Oregon and uh, Oklahoma. You said going to be problems next year. Yeah, they're young. I had not they're heard that team. prediction yet, and I also think that Oregon looks. I'm not going to say they're going to be a problem next year because I'm not uh, that far ahead thinking, but they do look uh, like they've kind of de- turned a yeah, corner a little their bit. Their defense is fairly young. They're going to lose. The best tackle, but don't forget they, they were ranked pretty high. Yeah, and then they lost well, a lot a was expected, but then weird year and then slow start. New quarterback after Herbert's been there for four years with not a lot of practice. It's all weird. Uh, I'm talking, yeah, give yeah I'm chalking that up to 2020. I like Oregon next year and against Iowa State. I don't know if I'm ballsy enough to say Oregon's going to make the playoff next year because they always seem like if. They got they lost twelve teams. I'm pretty sure they were a one loss team last year, losing to Auburn. No, they lost a later game. Okay, and then last game, North Carolina or A and uh, I have North Carolina money so line. We talked about this earlier. That is one that we did talk about earlier. I um, Sam said actually I'm going to save that for Sam's argument, but I think that North Carolina. Um, I'm not going to say they're the better team because I think Texas A&M is the better team, but I think that North Carolina comes out hot and they stun them. Like, they just stun them. The not-as-good team wins the game. Even though North Carolina is not a bad team, they're a good team, but I think they win this game. I think this is similar to the Oklahoma-Florida take for me. Uh, I think uh, North Carolina's players are a little younger. they got more to play for. Riding the high up for next year. North Carolina is could be another team to look out for next year. North Carolina, OU, and Oregon. But uh, A&M, this kind of reminds me of Texas versus Georgia. Georgia kind of expected to make the playoff. They didn't and just showed up flat against Texas, which and they Texas just had nothing to lose. Uh, I see the same scenario. I think A&M is going to kind of ride the high of they were disrespected and should be playing in the top four, come out flat. And uh, ultimately, UNC just puts up too many points. Okay. Is that what you... S- I have a similar take. Like, I'm not going to say they don't have anything to play for because it's still a bowl game. Well, yeah. But, but I'm just... I'm saying that North Carolina just comes out wanting it more. Like, they yeah. stun them. Yeah, like, like, literally like Texas, Georgia. Was yeah. that last year? Or two uh, years ago? I, uh, I think it was two years ago. When he said, we're back. That might have been last year. But they weren't back. Exactly. Regardless, that, this back. game gives me Texas-Georgia vibes. So does Oklahoma-Florida. A&M and Florida both expected to be in the top four. They weren't. Oklahoma has been on the rise after a slow start. UNC was probably ranked a little too high to start the year. They, met, they made a few mistakes. They lost to Notre Dame. Whooped up on Miami, though, like we both predicted here as underdogs uh, by 36. Yes. Um, we did both predict that, yeah. and I want some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I like North Carolina here. Want to make And that then roll clear. them into next year. Next year is going to be crazy because, obviously, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, they're all going to be good. Uh, A&M might regress. Florida is going to regress probably. But those three... I'm high on Oklahoma, I'm high on Oregon, and I'm high on North Carolina. That's six really good teams. Uh, Georgia's going to be good again, you know that. There's seven right there. 
I don't think Indiana falls off that far. Like that's another. I think Indiana will be probably preseason top ten. USC always has talent. You never know. I'm excited for next year. I am so excited for next year, and I just had a thought. We're gonna have to do sometime in the off season. We're gonna have to do a um, like a top ten uh, prediction, like for or like reaction to when they dropped the first one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if if I were a betting man, which I'm I am, pumped for that. If if you get some nice odds on Oregon to make the playoff or Oklahoma, or maybe even North Carolina. I'm all over it. How about Desmond Howard? Start of the year having Cincinnati making the playoff. They went undefeated and deserved it. Yeah. That was a good that's call. That's a ballsy man. That's a good call for him. Okay. Well, that wraps up bowl games. Hurts to uh, say. Yeah, it hurts to say that college football is slowly coming to an end. It's been a weird year. I don't know what we're going to do with the podcast once football's over. Granted, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll have NFL till February. There's always sports going on. That's true. We might need to make a little... NBA turn. Yeah. Doubtful. Some baseball offseason. Oh, for sure. Talk. For sure. And then we'll head into March. But that wraps up the college portion. We're sitting at 45 minutes. Um, this could very well go forever if we could see props and touchdown scores for NFL, but we can't. Yeah, we can't see those. But hopping right back into Christmas spirit. Christmas movies. I was cool with doing three. Because I have an ultimate. I said, let's do five. I have an ultimate top. It's like Christmas songs. I have an ultimate top three, too, that are tier ones for me. Don't fucking look. I'm not looking. Don't fucking look. Uh, These have been my top three for a very long time. Literally ask anyone around me. Uh, This is fun for me because I fucking love Christmas. So uh, I'm going to let Bobby start because he has more than five written down. Okay. Honorable mentions. I have... Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Which one? The original. Like the original cartoon one? Yes. Not even Jim Carrey? What? Not even Jim Carrey's? No, the original. Damn, son. I, I think I watched that one one time with Jim Carrey. Uh, but the original one slaps. Brings back vibes of my childhood. Uh, just couldn't put it above any of these. And then Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. You know that movie... Yes. You know, I'm pretty sure... I want to say 1990, uh, but I know it was made in the 90s. I thought it was, like, later than that. Um, And then my number five, I did not think this was a Christmas movie, but Sam says it is, so I'm going with Home Alone. Because it doesn't have any... It's just, like, set during Christmas time. Yeah, that's what makes it a Christmas movie. It's not about, And they're traveling for the Christmas holiday. You're going to knock over both monster... And a beer here. Uh, it's all about Christmas. They're getting together for Christmas. They're traveling for Christmas. It's Christmas time. Okay. That being said, I have Home Alone at five as well. Okay. I fucking love it. My little sister. We better not agree on these. My two. little. I know oh, we're we not don't. Going to. We don't. I don't. I'll see. You looked at mine, but I can't see yours. I saw your number one. That's it. <laughs> and I know your number one's on my list. I know. I told Sam before. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen one of the movies on his, and I haven't even seen his list. I just uh, I know that there's a couple iconic movies out there that I haven't seen that are yeah. just ultra hyped up. Yeah, I love Home Alone. Fun movie to watch. Not really big on Home Alone too. Lost in New York. Donald Trump's in that one. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I haven't seen those in a while, but I know Home Alone is a fucking classic. Number four. Number four. I have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
I got Christmas Vacation. What? You've never seen Christmas Vacation? No. Jesus Christ. It's called Christmas Vacation? Yeah. No, I have not seen You've that. never seen Okay. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, Christmas Vacation, absolutely hilarious. I love it. I watch it with my family every single year. It's just a classic. It's You need to watch it. I'm, Is that I'm not National shocked. Lampoon? Yes. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that. How? I don't know. That's one of the ones. There's another one... Uh, uh, the Goonies is another one I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, he's never seen The Goonies. So this is what we're dealing with here in terms of movies. So when you see fucking Rudolph in his top five, you understand why. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah, Christmas Vacation is hilarious. There's a lot of good characters I'm in sure it. I'm sure it is. Nice story. I line. need to watch it. I will give it to you. I need <laughs> to watch it. Some of these classics, people are telling me I need to watch. I do need to watch them. I just have to find the time. All right. Number three. I have... Once Frosty again. the Snowman. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. At three, Great I, movie! At three, this is where I get into my tier ones. I have Elf. What the fuck? <laughs> it's amazing. It's hilarious. Good storyline. Love Will Ferrell. Great movie! Zoe Deschanel. I love her too. Especially in New Girl. Favorite show of all time. Frosty the Snowman, though, teaches patience to kids. Oh, get, who gives a fuck? Come on. Who gives Great a Great movie! Shit? Give me Elf. Fantastic movie. No. If you, I love so Elf. you're telling me you're sitting down, you, if you have three Christmas movies to watch, you can only watch three in Christmas time. You put your one of them is Frosty the Snowman. Uh, I don't know. I would have to see a list. You have them at three. I would have to see a list. You have it at three. I haven't seen a lot of them. We okay. have clarified this. Okay. Okay. You just give me your two. My two is. Okay, you're gonna like this one. The Nightmare Before Christmas. I love that movie. It's borderline Halloween or Christmas. I think it's both. It's dual holiday. I think it's both. It so plays I on can both. Go with it, but that's I love that movie, but I wouldn't put it near my top five. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Well, at number two, I have the Grinch Jim Carrey version. Really? I I think that's the uh, the best Grinch by far. Hilarious, amazing. So many quotes that Better I can say. Better than the classic? Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. What Jim Carrey does with that character is amazing. Oh, it's fantastic acting. I'll give it to you. Yeah. But the great, the original movie. I don't care about originals like you. I don't need 1950s cartoons. I want the 2000s Jim Carrey. Okay. Great movie. Is, all, is that all you have to say? Yeah. Okay. Well, you want my number one? Yeah. Well, you want my number one? <laughs> yes. Elf. I'm cool with it. That's in my top Elf. Movie. My favorite Christmas movie ever. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> I could watch the movie year-round. Fair enough. I love it. I watch it every year. <laughs> but my number one goes... I haven't watched it this year. My number one goes hand-in-hand hand with my number one song. Believe Josh Groban. Number one, Polar Express, baby! Ah, I should have known that was coming. Baby! Absolutely Sam loves fucking that love fucking Polar movie. Express. Sam loves that movie. Polar Express and Believe. Just give me... Give me a, all up in the field. It's a good movie. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I probably would have made my top ten. I love but it. Don't uh, I just don't. I don't see the hype. It's just personal favorite. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can respect that. It's yeah. a personal, personal favorite. favorite. I just don't see I the hype. I would have had them. It. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. Well, you haven't seen Christmas Vacation, and you've seen The Grinch once. No, I haven't seen. That. I also haven't seen um, one. I thought you were gonna have on there as a Christmas story. That's a good movie. I haven't seen that. That's a tragedy. That's from like from 1990. Everybody tells me I need to see that. Yes, you need to at least see it once. But I actually talked about this randomly the other day. 
the Chris, Christmas story, like, I loved it growing up. And then as I got older, I just kind of, like, grew out of it. I don't okay. know. Okay. I'll have to watch it. You'll, yeah, it seems I think like you'll classic. like it. I think you'll like it. Okay. But, yeah. We'll have to go on a little Christmas marathon here at the apartment. <laughs> yeah, as we have three days till Christmas. Two, basically. Yeah, and then we just just stop. <laughs> but we got yeah. a Christmas tree up, though. We do. It's towering over the TV A house there. divided. It has three ornaments. A Nebraska, a Yankees, and a Red Sox. And yeah, if you don't know, I'm a Yankees fan and he's a Red Sox fan. And I don't get how we get along, but we do. Also, North Carolina and Duke. Yes, for basketball. I like crew for Duke. He likes North Carolina. Yeah. But ultimately, we both... But Red Sox more than North Carolina for me. And Yankees more than Duke. Come together. I think we'd both rather root for Creighton basketball. It almost sparks our conversation. Like we're constantly arguing about uh, who's going to win the next. Like, like hey, uh, DJ Lemayhew and the Yankees are pretty far apart. And uh, and he's like, you know, Mookie got traded. (laughs) (laughs) And then basketball, I'm more of like a player fan. I like Clay Thompson, Devin Booker, but I love Jason Tatum. And he likes the Celtics. I like the Celtics, but I will agree with Sam there. I will root for other teams because I'm not a, I'm not going to say I'm a diehard NBA fan, so I like to root for players as well, ones that are fun to watch, especially NBA. It's so fun to watch, like, uh, D'Angelo Russell is another. Yeah, I like I Russell. I love watching him. Booker. I love, uh, love De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Clay Thompson's my favorite player. Probably second favorite player of all time. I like watching Luca. That's it obvious. It pains me to say, but Tyler Hero is fantastic I to watch. Love Tyler Hero. I love him. And John Moran, we were one pick Jason away. Jason Tatum. Yeah, I have like a list of like eight guys. Jason Tatum and Tyler Hero would be deadly. That'd be a lot. Jalen Brown too. I like Jalen Brown, but yeah. Jalen Brown too. Yeah, but the offensive. Jalen Brown is fucking lights out on defense with Marcus <laughs> Smart, and then. Okay, enough with the NBA. No, no, we got time. It's the okay. Christmas special. Baby. All right, all right. Okay, I'll keep going we, off we here. Gotta, well, fuck. You know what? And then we got Time Lord, Robert Williams, and then we got Grant Williams, the two Williams guys, and then Taco Fall going off with the like, fucking eight-foot-tall blocking shit. Robert Williams blocking and learning how to play offense. Grant Williams can hit threes. Uh, good, kind of good on defense. Um, they're a good team coming around here. I'm going for my Celtics, but I, uh, like I said before, I do appreciate other players. I fucking love Luca. I love. I mean, I love so many players. So we're on the a league. we're on a basketball team. Kelly Oubre. Oh, he's Kelly Oubre. He's, he's a beautiful so man. Fun. Yeah, he is a beautiful he man. He is so beautiful. Like, <laughs> All right. Since we went on an NBA NBA tangent, and we have time to kill, there are five games on NBA Christmas, and we're gonna pick who wins them. Oh, top of our head. Yep. I'll, I'll give it to you. Warriors, Bucks. Bucks favored by eight. We we're don't okay. cover. We haven't done any research of covering, so we're just gonna go money lines. So don't come for our heads. Bucks favored by eight in Milwaukee. I'm taking the Bucks. After watching the Warriors tonight, yeah, I'm no Clay Thompson. Uh, Draymond didn't play tonight. I don't know if he'll be back already for Friday. <laughs> I'm also taking the Bucks yeah, there. Yeah, the Bucks and uh, the Warriors I, might be headed for another losing season. To t- if I were to take someone covering, I'd take the Bucks there. Uh, and then we got the Nets and the Celtics. S- right now, Brooklyn's favored by one. Brooklyn is favored by one in Boston. <clears throat> fandom aside, I'm probably going with Brooklyn there. Uh, I'm going to take Brooklyn as well. Uh, I want to go on a tangent here. So, Kyrie Irving is. Probably my favorite player to watch play the game. Best handles in the league. Yeah. He is 
amazing to watch. Well, obviously, there's Jamal Crawford. While he was on the Celtics, I was having so much fun watching him. But I almost think it's like it's a good thing he left the Celtics because they're Celtics are better without him. They're better because of Brad Stevens, Stevens, and uh, what they can do with that team. But I still love watching Kyrie Irving. He's incredibly talented. It's almost like it's almost like they broke up, but they're both happy. Like think, they're they're happy for each other. <laughs> and no disrespect to Kemba Walker, but he's kind of like knockoff Kyrie. But but he he passes. Yeah, more. he knows how to pass. He he's a I'm, I hate to say it, but he's a better teammate. Oh well, yeah, I was gonna say in terms of knockoff, he doesn't have the ego Kyrie has. Yeah. And then, but I, mean, I, I still love it watching Kyrie. He's yeah. so fucking fun to watch. In that game, uh, was it game seven for Cleveland? When he was playing for Cleveland, when he hit that fucking that dagger. Oh, my God. That's when I knew I liked watching him. And then uh, Celtics got him, and I just got to watch him. steal. Yes. Yeah, I got to watch him and his handles for a couple of years. Was it one year or two? I think it was one. No, it was two. It was uh, two. Well, it was like one. It and was a half. two. Yeah, he was out he had for the one, playoffs, and then he was out for the playoffs. Yeah, because then, then he came back when he was out for the playoffs. Play. When he That's was out when for they the went playoffs. Off. Yeah, yeah. And then people started saying they're better without him. Uh, so yeah, I love watching Kyrie, but I think the Celtics are better without him. No disrespect to Kyrie, I still love watching him. I'll turn on any Nets game and watch him ball the shit out of somebody. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we got Pelicans and Heat. Heat are favored by five. I think the Heat are going to come out and win. I like the Pelicans this year to bounce back. I, I, got, uh, I got the the Heat coming out winning that game. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, doing their thing. I want to. I want to say the Pel- Pelicans, but they traded Drew Holiday. Um, they got Stephen Adams, which is I mean that's good, <laughs> but uh, I just don't see. I mean, I this could come back to hit me in the face, but I don't see him and Zion. Meshing like I think Zion's a star, but I don't yeah. think Stephen Adams is going to play off of Zion very well. And they don't. I mean, Lonzo's good, but I just th- um, they're not quite there yet. They're still going to be good in the future. But I got the Heat winning here. Mavericks Lakers. I'm going to take Mavericks in an upset. Luca dropping Mavericks like thirty. Or, um, context, I'm say, Lakers are favored by six. I'm going to say the Lakers here. Okay. Um. Mavericks are going to be fucking good, but I could see them. Luka might win MVP. He's the favorite. Yeah, he is. Uh, I think the Lakers, the Mavericks have Luka, but the Lakers have a better team around them, and I think they're going to uh, win. That's fair. And then lastly, Clippers, Nuggets. I think the Clippers are going to redeem themselves from the playoff, choke to them, and, and beat them. Well, as I was about to say, the Clippers are about to get on a hot start. They're up three on the Lakers after being up like 20-plus. I'm still going to go with the Clippers here. Who'd you say? I took the Clippers. You took the Clippers? Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to flip. I'm going to say the Nuggets. I think Jamal Murray is going to go off. They're going to win a little Western Conference Finals uh, rematch. Nuggets are going to win again. Okay. There's no line on that out yet because Clippers are currently playing. So that wasn't the finals. It was the Western Conference. Yeah. Um, Semifinals. Yeah, semifinals. They choked that lead. All right. Well, fuck. Went on a little NBA tangent. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Maybe a little preview. Might have to do that more. Yeah. But 
Talked more Christmas, kept in the spirit. Let's hop back to, into football spirit, talking some NFL. This might be a two-hour episode. What's more Christmas we're at, than football? That's true. We're sitting at an hour already. I'm I'm telling you, if we had props and touchdown scores, this is going two and a half hours. Yeah. But. Oh, we have gotten into props and touchdown scores so hard lately. I, I want an absolute fucking roll with touchdown scores. I would have 20. Like I would have 20 right now ready for you guys. I would be fine to pick a touchdown score from each team. <laughs> yeah. Literally each team. But they're not ready. Unless we uh, we could go on FanDuel and make some. If they have. Uh, we could. But, yeah, we're sitting here on Tuesday. They don't put out the, uh, the, like, receiving props, passing props, all that shit until closer to game day. Uh, touchdown scores for Friday are out, but not Saturday. Props for Friday aren't even out. So, I mean, that gives... You only got about two days to look. Maybe one. Hopefully two. Hopefully props are out for Friday's game. Um, gonna hammer it. Stay tuned to the Twitter all week long for props and touchdown scores. Those will be tweeted out for sure because I, I'm obsessed with doing it. But to start, I don't even have much reaction to last week. It. I had a good week. I had an absolute amazing week straight well, up. We gotta react. But I mean, there were some crazy ass games. The Steelers played like shit. Not shocked. Lost three in a row. Steelers uh, looked awful. Like it was bad. The Jets with their first win. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. But at what cost, Trevor Lawrence? What if Jacksonville wins? If Jacksonville wins, yeah. they play Chicago and then Indy. They could win. I don't think they will. They beat Indy once. Yeah, that was week one. That was our only win. Uh, yeah, uh, the Rams get their first win. Or the Jets get their first win over the Rams in L.A. Absolute shocker. The Bengals come out on top against the Steelers How on Monday night. How about your uh, Niners bet? Whiffed on the Niners. Uh, I actually had them plus 8.5 in my parlay at plus 900. That was the only fucking hit part of the parlay that did not hit and it was because they did not kick the extra point he um, was mad so let, let's just do a little play by play the niners are down seven they onside kick i'm like cool dallas will recover nail it game over no cd lamb says let's just return this onside kick for a touchdown so sam or dallas is up 14 i accepted that it was over yeah so he said all right it's so I'm like cool you know it's over i thought it'd be one touchdown i was basically right Lead onside, like, what are you going to do about it? Well, then Sam Fran throws up a Hail Mary. I see Kendrick Bourne's oh, hand. Shit. I see Kendrick so, Bourne's So they hands. scored seven? Fuck out <laughs> of this house. I see Kendrick Bourne's hands go up, snag the ball, come down, touchdown. Scream, run around the house, everything. I'm like, let's fucking go. They're going to kick and cover. I won my parlay. Then I see final on the TV. Says final. And my dad's like, oh. oh no, it has to be a mistake. It has to be a mistake. They didn't kick the extra point. I'm like, yeah, I agree. So I stopped so watching and six. I was waiting for them to kick the extra point. And then I see Tony Pollard dapping people up at midfield with a mask on. And it says final still. And then I went to commercial break and the game was over. San Fran loses by eight. I had them seven and a half. Oh, that is fucking rough. That was my worst. That was my worst beat of the entire year. I got some bad beats too, actually. Uh, Your worst beat is probably Indiana. Indiana, yeah. Well, I'm I'm talking about this week, so not a bad beat. But um, I flipped late to New England because I started reading stats. That's where you make the mistake. I started reading stats about how uh, 
New England, actually really just about uh, Miami, how all their players are fucking injured and they're not going to be able to move the ball and whatnot. And I was like, well, shit, we got Stephon Gilmore. Like, we could stop their uh, third wide receiver. And uh, that was not the case. New England lost. So I lost on a late flip. And then my bad beat. I bought six and a half points to uh, take Minnesota plus three and a half <laughs> against Chicago. They're up three with, I don't, probably about two minutes left. Yeah. Uh, Chicago starts driving. I'm like, oh, shit, they're not going to score. This is great. They kick a field goal. They kicked a field goal. Right? So they go up six. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to have to rely on Kirk Cousins here. Which, uh, good quarterback. Not great. But good quarterback. So comes down to it. About ten seconds left. They're on like the 40. They go for, uh, instead of two Hail Marys, they go for a six-yard pass to, I believe, Justin Jefferson. And then they challenge the fucking pass to make sure they get that extra six fucking yards. And then they throw Hail Mary. It's incomplete. I lose by two and a half points. That was rough. Not as rough as Sam's. I had a very bad betting week, but a very good picks week. In terms of college, I, I hit on a lot of the conference winners, but I just got drilled with the overs. Um, Devon, uh, we whiffed on Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah, we did. We absolutely whiffed there. Um, and then, in terms of NFL, that parlay missed on the half a point, but I went 13-3 and three straight up. So, I had good picks. It's just... The best didn't come to fruition. The parlays I gave out on the podcast last week, uh, they were also one pick away. It was Houston plus 7.5, Miami minus 1, and San Fran minus 2.5. Obviously, San Fran lost. And then the other one I had, uh, the Philly hit, Seattle hit, Atlanta hit, Chicago hit, but uh, the Rams lost. So I lost three parlays by one game last week. So I, I thought I was coming back, and then here we are, you know? But we found a new little bright side. Teasers. If you don't know what a teaser is... They're not parlays, it's but not they're teasers. Parlay. But it's, it's a, not par- a parlay. It's not a parlay, it's, it's a teaser. It's not a parlay. Uh, for you listeners that don't know, teasers are technically a parlay. But you buy the same amount of points for every single game. Yeah, so you pick uh, like three lines straight up, and then you buy six points for six, each six team. Six, six and a half, seven, yeah, seven, ten. Yeah, it could be any number. But you buy the same amount of points for every single team instead of buying individual points for what you feel. But a teaser, uh, it's, I mean, it could give you better odds. And to give you, a, it's, uh, it's a we'll go into more too. detail. I got two teasers this week. I got so. one so far. So we'll roll with that, but enough of the the chit-chat. Let's hop into our rankings. Okay. Where are your rankings? Right here. Okay. Got them written down extra small. Put right. them all on the hashtag big so, whiteboard. <laughs> I'm just going so to... I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. The Steelers are not in my top ten. Holy shit. They, They're in mine. I don't think they deserve it. They were six last week and then lose to a two-win Bengals team with That's Ryan Finney. drastic Finley. drop. Two um, weeks from number one to out of it? No, no, no. Three weeks. Three. When they were undefeated. 
Then they lost the game then they went to, to two. Washington, and they fell. They I had them six. fall to. I had them fall to four, and oh, then I four. had them fall to six. So they went from one, to one, two four, to four, six, one to four to six to t- two. Okay, twelve. I think if they played Baltimore again, Baltimore would win. Yeah. Shit. Now I put him. I, yeah. Now it all I depends at, when you play. I have him at thirteen. Momentum is real. Like momentum is real. Baltimore has all the momentum right now. Three weeks ago, Baltimore had no momentum. Well, momentum is a real thing. They got healthy. Uh, it's tough to be the team three times. I would put the Steelers at 13 if I went that far. What about the Browns? Do the Browns beat the Steelers? Yes. Okay. And speaking of Browns, that's what, so. that's what I have at 10. And we'll I'm going fi- to say Browns uh, lose to the Steelers we'll, week 17. We'll find out week 17. It depends. Um, just a little sneak peek. If the Steelers lose this week. And if the Browns win this week... They play for the division. Winner of Week 17 wins the AFC North. And I'm going to say the Steelers win. If if that scenario were to come, there's it's probably going to be prime time. And uh, if the Steelers were to lose that, they would be 11-0, finish 11-5, and and be the 7 seed. But they don't... No, they'd be they're the not fucking seed. losing. Like, they don't, don't lose to Cleveland. They know, have dude. not lost to Cleveland in so many fucking years, they don't do it. Yeah, but they also haven't lost to the Bengals for 10 straight games. True, but the Bengals are not Cleveland. Bengals have made the playoffs. Eh, that's fair. And I guess the Bengals have played the Browns close, but the Browns without Odell are actually a different team. Baker's balling I agree. Out. I, I Baker's agree balling the Bengals out. Their run the, games are balling. The Browns are fucking good, but I just don't know if they can get over that hump. I don't know if they're good enough yet. We'll get there when we get there, but I got Browns at 10. I want them to. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I want them to beat the Steelers so bad. <laughs> I got Browns at 10. Uh... Another easy win over the Giants. Um, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they really didn't have to do that much. Jarvis Lander had a good game. Bobby predicted it. I didn't really see it, but nice prediction there. They got three good tight ends. Uh, I love their wide receiver core without Odell, personally. Uh, I think Baker tries to force it to him too much. Without Odell, Baker has 15 touchdowns, one pick. Peoples-Jones. Yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones, rookie out of Michigan. I was going to say Donovan. I didn't want to get the first name wrong. Well, that's his name. Yeah, <laughs> rookie out of Michigan. He's balling out. Does their punt returns too? Rashard Higgins is a stud with Baker. He's good too. Jarvis gotta... Landry is one of the best like possession leader receivers in the league. Uh, they got Harrison Bryant at tight end. Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield's balling out. Really good O line. A couple of them got banged up, so that's concerning. Uh, their defense is doing. I like their secondary. Uh, they got. A good pass rush as well. Cleveland's a good all-around team. I got him at ten. With I all actually, that said, I got him at ten. <laughs> I like Cleveland too. I uh, that said, they're not in my top ten. Um, I have Cleveland, Miami, and Baltimore barely outside the top ten. They're knocking on the door. Um, number ten, I have the L.A. Rams falling all the way from number five, and that is solely because of a loss to the Jets. To the Jets. They lost. They, I'm going to say that again. If you missed last week, they lost to the Jets. The Jets' first win. Sean McVay, some might argue, the best young coach in the NFL. Lost. I would say he is. Yeah. The best young coach. He got outcoached. Like, he lost a game to the Jets. In I don't his, know. In all fairness, Jared Goff played like shit. And when Jared Goff turns the ball over, they're not good. But I can't have them at number five if that can happen. Oh, I agree. 
So I had to drop them all the way to number 10, but they're still good enough. I still think they can make the Super Bowl. Like this, They could learn from this experience. They have the roster to get it done. Yeah, exactly. They could still make the Super Bowl, but I have them at number 10. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the Rams, I got them at 9. Uh, same reason. They fell. I them in my top five last week. You can't lose to the Jets there. Especially, that loss can could be the division for them. And when they have it a head, they have a head-to-head matchup with Seattle now, that they they if they beat the Jets and they ride that momentum into beating Seattle this week, they lock up the division. Yep, I now thought they, they were going to win the division. Now they need to win their next two games. I still think uh... they need to win their next two games because Seattle's ten and four. Um, they can go twelve and four, but they, if they if Seattle loses. They go eleven and five, seeing they if they win week seventeen. Uh, but if Seattle beats LA this week, they lose the division. But all being said, the Rams you cannot lose that game. Uh, they're still very solid. Like you said, they could still make it to the Super Bowl. They have the roster to get it done. Uh, Jerry Goff just you can't play that poorly, especially against the Jets. So they had they had to drop for me. Yeah, there's no way you can't drop them there. Like they. And I'm sure they understand it too. Like you have to fall. Like they can't can't even be mad about that. Um, and they probably like it too. They probably take it as a chip on their shoulder. Like, yeah, oh, now they're, they're underdogs. Dis- yeah, they're Seattle. disrespecting us. Um, but I'm gonna say number nine. I have Tampa Bay. Um, huh? I don't hate it. Okay. Uh, number nine, Tampa Bay. They. First half against Atlanta, they looked fucking awful. Like they were terrible, down 17 to zero. They couldn't move the ball, couldn't stop Matt Ryan. And then it's like they flipped a switch, and they all of a sudden could just move the ball like crazy. Like they their second half game looked like one of the best teams in the league, but they have to do that for a whole game for me to respect them that much. That's that's why I still have uh, faith in Tampa Bay. I think they could make the NFC Championship, and I they could potentially go to the Super Bowl because they have the capability to do that kind of thing and come back and win. And because coming back and winning is hard, and uh, like that that in itself is hard. And the talent that they showed in that second half is, uh, I mean, I don't I don't know what team could beat that. There's a couple teams maybe, but they. Uh, they looked really good in the second half there. If they could just make that happen the whole game, they'd be really good. I think, what were you saying? It was Big Cat? I'm trying to get this as close as I can. Yeah, without I having to... if I can remember what you were saying. Sam's moving a whole table here. I'm trying. The back's hurting. We've been crushing, going at this for over an hour. Crushing my knees. Uh, Scoot that up here. Probably even lift it up and put it on the couch, to be honest. Thoughts? Probably Thoughts? Could. Ideas? Oh, 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 we're talking comfortable out here, and we can even—I can hold it. I don't hold the mic. I don't fucking mind it. Okay. As long as I'm gonna hold the mic here, like a little microphone. As long as I can relax on the couch. Okay. Oh, this is nice. (laughs) Two tickets to paradise. Uh, but that works perfectly. I have Tampa Bay at eight as well. Um, like I was saying, I think it was Big Cat that was saying it. Um. From Barstool. From Barstool, not, obviously. Not a Tiger King. <laughs> uh, 
come playoffs and playing good teams, you cannot go down 17 because you're not going to come back. Yeah, the stat he gave, I'm, uh, I did not look this up myself, but he said that they, what are they, one and if they, if they if were the to beat, if they were to beat Atlanta again next week and Detroit this week, and the Bears somehow make the playoffs, they would be one in five against playoff teams. No, yeah, one in five against playoff teams, ten and zero against non-playoff teams. You can't do that in the playoffs. You have to. You have to. You can't. Like you said, you can't go down seventeen to zero against a playoff team unless you're the Chiefs. Uh, I would agree. They even proved that last year, going down against Houston. Uh, yet you can't. That's not going to work. The NFC is loaded this year. Uh, still, Tampa Bay's got a really good defense, best run defense in the league. Uh, they got a decent secondary. They've been struggling as of late. They're giving up a lot of yards, uh, but I mean they're playing good receivers. Calvin Ridley. In the likes last week played well. But they got... What concerns me is... They had that comeback. But now they have Detroit and they're heavy favorites. They'll probably be heavy favorites against Atlanta. So they're going to be running in against bad teams going into the playoffs. That's slightly concerning. And they have the best odds of playing Washington. And we've been preaching all year... That whoever whoever wins the NFC East is going to somehow sneak away with a win. I and I would be yes. most scared that if it was Philly. Now and Philly has oh, a chance. Oh, especially with Hurts. Yes. Philly has a chance. Philly needs to go two and zero. Watch out for the Giants too. Philly needs to go two and zero. The Giants need to go zero and two. Washington needs to go zero and two, and Dallas needs to go one and one. And that can very much happen because uh, Philly has Dallas this week. Pretty much anybody. Actually, no. I said I said Philly or the Giants, but I see I could see the Cowboys doing it, and I could also see the Redskins or not, the uh, football team. Yeah, um, because anybody the fo- in the NFC, t- the football team needs to go zero and two for Philly to make it. They have uh, Carolina this week, so I mean that could be their win to uh, not lock it up because the Giants can still go eight and eight. But uh, basically, if it goes to week seventeen. I would pick Dallas to beat New York and Philly to beat Washington. And if that went, if it went as planned, Philly would make it. Anyway, off topic there. I have Tampa Bay at eight. I'm not happy about it, but I'll give them their respect. All right. So we're on seven now. Or no, eight. Yeah. I have Pittsburgh at number eight. Um, not that loss. They looked like shit. That. They looked like the worst team there, which is hard to say against uh, Cincinnati. Might have had to do with Juju dancing on the logo. Um, they just looked like absolute shit. They were, I said they were getting run all over, but Sam pulled out some numbers and said they weren't. But it looked like they were getting run all over if you were watching the game, and they were just getting passed on. Like it, they just looked like shit. And they, I'll, I'll were, say, I'll, I'll butt in and say they had good lanes and. Bernard was getting to the second wave of men, the linebackers, the defensive backs, fairly quickly, but they were still averaging like four yards per carry when we when we had our argument. And four yards per carry isn't anything to write home about. But as you were saying, okay, even worse, the defense played all right. Like the defense did not play up to their uh, the Steelers' defense standards, but they played all right. Enough to win a game if they had a good offense, but the Steelers' offense looked abysmal. Like, it was fucking terrible. They couldn't move the ball. 
couldn't complete a pass to save their life. They had a little streak there in the third quarter where they looked they were going to come back. I started to get excited, and then uh, they just they died. Like they, they st- it's, it's like too little, too late. Yeah, they stopped. Uh, they were. Tr- I think they were trying to force it too much to Juju, and then Deontay Johnson got hurt, and uh, that kind of killed their momentum. And I'm not being a salty fan because watching it live, I didn't think it was. But that deep pass to Claypool, that was pass interference. I don't know how they didn't call it in that, especially in the fourth quarter. It probably was. On a game-winning drive, down seven on a deep pass. That was such I think a close you call, call it. though. I think you should call it. I, it. He got there early. I get why they didn't call it. I'm not just trying to be a salty fan. Uh, the Steelers ultimately, the up. Steelers did not execute enough, so they it didn't really sh- yeah, matter. Yeah, they should have been up way more than that, so that wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. That's why I had them drop. They, I don't think they deserve to be top 10 right now. I don't know a lot of teams they'd beat. But okay. my 7 comes at Indy. I've been kind of sleeping on Indy, but they just keep winning games and putting up points. You're still uh, sleeping on them. They, ha- they didn't cover yeah. once against Houston. Okay. And Houston's 4-10. Four and, four and, uh, you disrespecting Deshaun Watson? No. I've been... I've been riding that man all fucking yeah, year. But you're saying Indy should cover against uh, Deshaun Watson every time. Well, they they should. It's Indy as a with their defense and offense against Deshaun Watson. That's 53 men <laughs> versus one. They should cover. And both times, both fucking times, uh, it was 26 to 20 last game, and uh, the center fucking snaps it at Deshaun's ankle, and they fumble. In the red zone and lose with 10 seconds left. And then here we go. Houston's driving down 27-20. Fumble into the end. Kiki Kuti fucking fumbles at the two. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what What does Watson have to do? Get him some fucking help. I had Indy minus two and a half in that, so I was kind of rooting for that. Like, get him some fucking help. Even though I also had Deshaun Watson touchdown scorer. One of those hit. And not the one that mattered because my parlay did not hit. But, like, uh, get the man some help. I know Will Fuller's suspended. He'll be back next year. I like Kiki Kuti as maybe a three receiver in the slot, maybe even a fucking four. Uh, David Johnson had a good game, but they need to get this man a formidable, decent tight end, and they need one or two receivers. Will Fuller will be back. He's a stud. How about sign, like, someone named Allen Robinson, you know? that might That's just food for thought, Houston. But isn't it heartbreaking that uh, Miami they have the number six pick this year and Miami has it? It's terrible. All for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills ain't even on the roster. Anyway, I was talking about uh, Indy. They have a very good defense. Um, I really love their running game. I was able to snag Jonathan Taylor on waivers because someone dropped him, and I've been riding him all year uh, ever since then. Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, nice one-two punch. I like Michael Pittman a lot. Uh, Zach Pascal is a nice possession receiver. T.Y. Hilton's been showing up as of late. Phillip Rivers has been doing enough to get the job done. I like them a lot against Vegas. They won big. Uh, I think Watson just keeps teams in games, so that's why I took Houston to cover it and ultimately hit that. But uh, Indy has a big test this week against Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, number seven, I have Tennessee. They, um, I have them moving up from number 10, jumping three spots. Part of it is because 
They beat Jacksonville. They beat Jacksonville, right? That was last week. Who? Uh, Tennessee. And they beat the Lions. The Lions? Oh, it was the Lions. Yeah, it was Jacksonville. Jacksonville was the week before. Okay. They beat the Lions. Um, 45-26. Yeah, they, they covered 45-24. Their... Yeah, that was a blowout. Okay. Now I'm starting to remember here. Um, even though that's a team they're supposed to beat, it looked convincing. But the other reason I'm moving them up is just because of how many teams looked like shit this week. The Rams, the Steelers, um, whoever else lost that I moved down. Uh, Tampa Bay, kind of. I think I moved Tampa Bay below them because of how they looked in the first quarter. Don't quite trust them yet. Um, Tennessee's working their way back up my rankings here, back into my uh, love category. You have them at seven? Yes. Well, shit. Ten- I got Tennessee at six. Uh, I think... The only diff- the only reason I have them at six and not Indy is because uh, a little bit of recency bias, uh, but they beat up on Indy the last time they played, um, even though Indy beat on, up on them the game before. Ryan Tannehill is a stud going off. Derrick Henry's doing his thing. A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, they're a nice tandem. Uh, Tennessee's defense is not anything happy or to write home about. Nothing good there. But they're both ten and four. I think Tennessee would beat Indy if they played again. Will so, Compton with the uh, fumble recovery. Yeah, good for him. Shout out Nebraska. Uh, that's the only reason I have Tennessee at six instead of Indy. I've I just something in my gut tells me uh, Tennessee would beat them. Okay. Now I pass this on to you so I can grab my drink for your six. Okay, my number six. I have New Orleans. Uh, back-to-back, uh, kind of just defend, prevents uh, static. Um, number six, I have New Orleans back-to-back losses against, granted, the Chiefs and the hot-ass Eagles, even though they just lost. But um, New Orleans, Drew Brees is washed. Uh, no disrespect. He still looks like he could be good. He knows how to win, but... Which is actually really valuable if you know how to win as a quarterback. It's kind of a stat you can't uh, you can't put in numbers, but they he uh, just looked like he was overmatched. The Chiefs Chiefs looked like they were in control of that game the entire time, and uh, the Saints were just kind of staying close. So I've got the uh, Saints falling to number six, even though they still look really good. Got them at number six. I'll respect that. I have Seattle at five, making a little push up here because the Rams falling. Uh, they just got it done. Uh, the game was not as close as the score was against Washington. They were up twenty to three going into the fourth. So um, I've been high on Seattle all year. I've been waiting for their defense to come around so Russell Wilson can kind of do his thing. I think what is scary is. DK and Tyler Lockett have gone cold as of late, and they're still finding ways to win games. That is scary. That is extremely scary. That means their defense is doing enough. Their run game's coming around. Chris Carson's healthy. So I think that's scary for NFC teams, especially teams like New Orleans, uh, Tampa Bay, the Rams now with Seattle playing them this week. So I got Seattle at five. I'm high on Seattle. Okay. At uh, number five, I have Indianapolis. They... Um, even though they won a close game this week, they still came out with a win. 
Defense showed up, forced a fumble there, even though, you know, one could say that the Texans pulled the Texans. But in the long run, they forced a fumble. They came out with the win, and defense showed up. Offense showed up enough. Uh, they won the game. They still look pretty good, so I'm going with Indianapolis at five. Okay. Four, I got New Orleans. Uh, I'm not going to react Orleans. too heavily to the last two weeks. Uh, it was Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts. We both picked the Eagles to win. That just seemed like a game they'd slip up on. Jalen Hurts had a good first uh, start, did his thing. I wasn't too shocked by that. And also, I did not think they'd beat Kansas City. Uh, they came out extremely slow. Drew Brees did not play that well. And they still only lost by three. So I'm going to give them credit for that. They're only dropping one spot from last week. They lost to the best team in the league by three. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. Uh, Drew Brees, another week of practice. Get back into it this week. He's not going to be fucking 50% completion percentage. He's more around 70. Uh, Not having Michael Thomas obviously hurts. But uh, Kamara, Sanders, Traquan Smith, Jared Cook. Latavius Murray, if everyone can stay healthy, I think they'll be fine. Okay, number four, a team I have been low on in the past, Seattle. Like Sam said, their defense has showed up. Their offense is cold. They put up, what did they, they put up 20? Yeah, 20. 20 against the... Granted, they put up 40 on the Jets the week before. It's the Jets. Uh, exactly. The, and the Washington football team's defense is nothing to sleep on. That's a good defense. I've been saying that all year. Uh, but so that's kind of a prove-it game for them more than a uh, a, dis, a bad game for the uh, Seahawks. But they um, it's more than just that game, though. They've been cold recently, and I think they're going to heat up. The defense kind of knows how to play a little bit. They kind of look pretty good. Like they might be uh, – if their defense can be mediocre, they have the potential to be kind of like the Chiefs. Okay. With that powerful offense. That is true. I like yeah, I like Seattle a lot. I think uh early start of the year, Russ had a Russ had a rough patch, kinda lost him in his MVP, but close. Uh three uh Buffalo, absolutely high on Buffalo. I'd love to see them win the Super Bowl or make it to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen's an absolute superstar, top five quarterback. To me it's not even close. Uh what he can do with his legs is enough. But the way he's seeing the field, the way he's picking apart good defenses, just they won 48 to 19 against Denver, and it wasn't even that close. It was not even that like the game was further apart than 48 19. Okay, uh, number three, Green Bay. I have them jumping in the rankings after a close win against the Panthers, even though they won close. They Jumped out hot, hot in the first uh, half, and then they kind of fell off in the second half. But I think that's just a coaching thing with uh, respect to Matt Rule. Good coach. Um, he's trying to win a game there. Car- quite Carolina keeps games close. Yeah, they do keep game keeps games They only lost close, by yes. five to Kansas City. Really? Yeah, 32-27. Huh. huh. Forgot about that. Um, so that I think that's been, nothing so. to uh, – Might have even been three. They kept it close. I know Carolina covered easily. We'll have to um, look that up, but I've got Green Bay at three because I don't think that the a win's a win. They won by eight, still. Uh, close, cl- kind of a close game. 
it really wasn't that close. Um, I was honestly, I really wasn't worried that Carolina was going to come back. I was watching that. I was not either. I had a Packers money line, and I kind of just tuned that out, which is kind of a deadly move if you yeah, have I had a bet, Packers but... minus two and a half, and I didn't even watch the game. I was out it's a deadly Christmas move lights. if you bet it, but I guess we're lucky. So, <laughs> alrighty, my two or my yeah, I had my two is Green Bay. Um, it's a little concerning that they're winning kind of close-ish games, beating Detroit by seven, Carolina by eight. Especially when they came out so hot on offense, I thought they were about to drop forty. I thought Adams would have a big game, and he didn't. Jones did. Um, we both thought Adams would have a big game. Whiffed on Adams there. Which kind of sh- makes me want to shy away from Adams, which only means he's going to put up big yards this week. Yep. But, uh, I mean, they still have the best QB running back wide receiver trio. I don't need, I probably, it's not even close, to be honest. Uh, so, I'm keeping Green Bay at two. Ultimately, they got the win. Pushed, almost covered. If they covered, I feel like it'd be looked at as they dominated the game. But it was a push, so it makes it feel like it was a little bit closer. Uh, Green Bay's got a test with Tennessee this week. They pushed? Yeah, it was minus eight. I thought it was nine. It was eight. That was the push of the week. Huh. Okay. I thought it was nine. Uh, uh, it dropped so they, Okay, they pushed. That doesn't change my rankings, but it changes uh, my... Okay. My number two, I got Buffalo absolutely dominating Denver. They just like stamped themselves into the uh, like playoff race. People are already talking about how if one team can beat the Chiefs, it's them. Um, and I agree. I think maybe not just them, but there are a couple teams in the country where you think they could potentially beat the Chiefs, which is kind of says something about the Chiefs, that they're the team to beat. I think a lot of the teams could beat the Chiefs. Could. But Buffalo... Looks really fucking good. Josh Allen as a stud. Cole Beasley, going up. I've been I fucking. I've been telling you all year. I love him. I I've wanted been, to draft him. I've been telling you all did. year that he was better than Julian. This and that. And you're like yeah. Cole Beasley, because I thought Julian Edelman was gonna go off. But, but no, Julian Edelman sucks. Tom Brady dependent. And Stephon Diggs, obviously. Yeah. Dawson Knox too. Touchdown score. Yeah, love touchdown to score hit last week. All right. No, we didn't call that, but. Yeah, and then number one's obvious. We don't really have much to talk. About Kansas City, I'd say. Yep, I mean, Kansas City. I actually do. Um, pulled out a win. Uh, their defense showed up a little bit, which I'll give that to them. Drew Brees did kind of just play poorly altogether. But their defense, they have a good pass rush. They have good, uh, a really good secondary and good backs. Linebackers, I think, I, think I said this last week, but I'm not positive. They, uh, It seems like they pull their – they put their – it's almost like their second string in, and they try to win games with, uh, like, McCole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. And they uh, – when that – so that usually succeeds, but when that fails, they go down ten, and they're like, "Oh shit, we have Tyreek Hill," right. and uh, so then they just throw a quick pass to him. They're down three, and then they throw another one to him or Kelsey or something, or Mahomes runs it or some shit, and then they're fucking up four. Like they they can come back like crazy because it's almost like they don't play at full strength all the time. I think Kansas City is like the only team that's never truly out of a game. Which is scary for being the best team. They can put up countless points. Uh, They're down uh, 28 against... Uh, let's see. Let's say who. Um, say the the Titans. Are you, are you betting on uh, Kansas City? 28? Yeah, 28. 
Kansas City money line. How much time's left? Halftime. No. Halftime. Really? No. You don't yeah. think they can put twenty eight up in a quarter? I I Unanswered? do, but I if to, if Tennessee has twenty eight at half in that game, they're putting up more points. <laughs> that's a that's a just a hypothetical. That's a tough about. break for a team. Depending and, on the odds, and, I might take Kansas City money line there and live money line. Oh shit! And Tennessee will be running that. Quit moving that. You're gonna be forced to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, true. I yeah. guess Tennessee was a Tennessee was a bad example there. Uh, let's say like. Indy or Cleveland? Cleveland, both of those, yes. I would take... Uh, you would take Kansas City to come back? Actually, probably not Cleveland because uh, Nick Chubb. I wouldn't take him to come back down 28, but when they were down 21 against Houston But Indy, last can year, Indy really run the clock out? Jonathan Taylor? But do you Naheem trust Hines? him more than, uh, you trust him more than um, Nick Chubb? Well, no, but it's not... <gasps> <laughs> LeBron just passed it through Kennard's legs. He knows he got nutmegged. He knows he got nutmegged. Holy shit! That was my that was an honest peer reaction to just seeing an amazing play by LeBron right there. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Kansas City can come back from almost. I'd say, I'd say Kansas City can come back on any team if it's seventeen. Twenty one. Twenty one, probably not every team. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. 17, three scores, 21, you have to... Okay. All right, so back to records of last week. Uh, We'll start with touchdown scores. We hit on five out of ten. I had had three with Jalen Hurts, Alvin Kamara, and Jeff Wilson. I had Tanyan, Robert Tanyan, and Jarvis Landry. Uh, Bobby gave out Gesicki, but he didn't play, so yes. it doesn't count. I want to make that noted. I said if Gesicki plays, scores a touchdown. He did not play, so that is negated. But yeah, Jalen Hurts, Alvin Kamara, Jeff Wilson. Uh, the Jeff, Jeff Wilson. Wilson. I yeah. kind of talk shit on that. Yeah, and I fucking hit. Yeah, I said I don't like those odds at 140, but he scored, so that's a free 40 bucks. Exactly. Well, not free, but you still, yeah. you know, still hit. You're making money there. Uh, I didn't like Landry. He loved Landry, rode that, and that hit, obviously. But, like I said, uh, I had an amazing week straight up, 13-3. and three. Um, That brings me to 82-46 and 46 straight up. This puts Bobby at 81-47. and 47. Uh, Against the spread, I went 9-6-1. Bobby went 6-9-1, nice. My streak uh, of good weeks is finally over. Uh, that puts me at 63, or I went 9, six, yeah, nine six one. So that puts me at 63, 63, and 2. That puts Bobby at 68, 58, and 2. So he's up 5 there. Uh, I'm up 1 on straight up. And then locks. Fucking fade Bobby. Absolutely fade Bobby's locks. Fade me. I went 2 and 1 with locks. I uh, hit on, where's that? I hit on Miami and Kansas City and missed on uh, San Fran. Uh, Bobby missed on Pittsburgh, L.A., and who was the other one? Uh, Pittsburgh, L.A. I gotta look this up on my phone here. I don't know where my phone is. Basically, Bobby went top heavy. Was it Philly? 
was Philly. Yeah, it was Philly. Bobby went kind of top-heavy with L.A. and Pittsburgh and then took Philly. And uh, none of those ended up covering, obviously, because the two big upsets. And then Philly went back and forth but ended up losing by seven when the line was six. So absolutely fade Bobby's locks at this point. He is 7-16 and 16 on his locks. Yo, but I'm confident this week. He is 7-16 and 16 on locks. I am 14-14. 14 and 14. About to be 10-16 and 16 after this week. You? Yeah. I'll, I'll be 17-14. Right. Okay. Depending if we have the same locks. What, what locks do you have? I'll just pick the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I made, I'm mounting the comeback here. I'm back up ahead straight up. I had been mostly ahead straight up all year. Bobby's been kind of leading in against the spread, but I'm coming back only down five there. That could be... There's... It's, like, uh, it's like having kids. Like I like all my picks. I can't pick favorites. Okay. And I always happen to pick the bad ones. We got two weeks left, so I might be able to make a push at winning against the spread. But uh, starting off, we have a game on Christmas. I, this line is irritating to me. It's uh, New Orleans minus seven against Minnesota. I want it to be six and a half. But since it's not, seven against a good offensive Minnesota team. Four New Orleans who kind of struggled, came out slow last week. I don't think New Orleans is going to put up a crazy amount of points. So for that reason... I have Minnesota covering, but New Orleans winning. I also have New Orleans winning, uh, Minnesota covering. Um, look out for me to flip on that because I absolutely love taking Minnesota to win games and then getting my heart broken. <laughs> but as of now, I'm learning from my mistakes. So I'm taking Minnesota to cover and probably lose by like three. That's what I'm sitting at. I, I like New Orleans to ultimately win the game, but I, I got Minnesota keeping it somewhat close. Especially they'll be able to... It's going to be a good test. Dalvin Cook against that good run defense of, of New Orleans. They sh- always show up. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I think this is going to be a, a big game for Kirk Cousins to prove himself. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are going to need to put up numbers. So I'm betting on them. Okay. We got Tampa Bay and Detroit. Tampa Bay minus 9.5. Uh, Detroit getting fucking walloped against Tennessee last week. I'm taking Tampa Bay, actually. I have Tampa Bay as well. I think they can win by two scores. Yeah. Uh, Tampa, Like we said earlier, Tampa Bay beats up on teams inferior to them. And then they don't beat playoff teams, but Detroit is a team inferior to them, and they're going to beat the shit out of them. I don't think they're going to come out that slow. The Falcons, Falcons were a uh, um, an anomaly to that because it's yeah, a division. division game. Yeah. I don't think they're going to come out that slow against Detroit here either. Uh, Detroit, I don't think, would beat Atlanta either right now. So, I got Tampa Bay winning by two scores. That's on Saturday. Uh, as well as on Saturday. Yeah, we got two more Saturday games. San, San Fran and Arizona. Uh, Arizona's favored by five. I have San Fran covering, but Arizona winning. Okay, I have Arizona covering okay. and winning. I see a uh, pretty big game here. Um, I looked up the... I wouldn't be shocked if San Fran wins and plays I upset. thought about that, but... Um, I think the they, way... beat, they beat Dallas if they don't do those two... They If they don't fumble their fucking punt return and then the very next San play. Fran's kind of good. Like they, San Fran handed Dallas 14 points and lost team. by eight. 
They're a sneaky good team, but Arizona is playing for something right now. That's uh, fair. And they have been on a hot streak the last two weeks. They put up a lot of points. I see them continuing to put up a lot of points and winning this game by at least five. Fair. And then we got Miami and Las Vegas. Miami favored by three. I've been riding Miami for a while. I'm taking them here. As well am I, if I said that right. Uh, Miami covers this. Looked like a pretty good team. Las Vegas looks like shit right now. They have the past like six weeks ever since they played Kansas City close. Um, I don't think they turned it around here against that Miami defense, so I'm saying uh, Miami covers. And this very well could be a push, but we'll see. I, I'm hoping that Miami gets the job done with their defense and special teams. What a great game. Miami, right. Las Vegas. That's a that's, that's like gonna be a That's going to be a good Saturday night game. Mm-hmm. We'll be at the casino. Yeah. Yes, we will. We will probably be live betting it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we got Atlanta and Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City favored by 11. Uh, they have Sunday's games. Yeah, this is moving to Sunday. They have not been beating up on teams. Uh, I think Atlanta covers, but Kansas City wins. I think Atlanta covers as well. Um, look out for Atlanta to win this game. I'd love that as long as it's I going might, to Calvin Ridley. I might even uh, predict money line here. But hear me out. Kansas City is fucking good. They have nothing to play for right now. They're ready for the playoffs. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is out for the year, too. They have the one seed. At least regular season. They have the one seed all but locked up. Uh, what are they? They're ahead two, three games? Two games. They're ahead two games. And uh, so I, they have no need. The only way they don't get it is if Pittsburgh goes 2-0 and and they go 0-2. Exactly. Okay. So they have absolutely no need to like try hard in this game. I see this game being uh, close and potentially Atlanta winning. But I'm going to go with Kansas City coming out on top here in a close margin. That's what I have as well. Uh, next up, we got Chicago and Jacksonville. Uh, Chicago's favored by seven and a half. I think they get it done. I got Chicago. You have them covered? Well, yeah. I uh, picked Chicago to beat uh, Minnesota in an upset last week. It came through. Mitch has been playing well ever since uh, Nagy's not calling the plays. I don't know if it's a switch up in and what they're doing. He's spreading the ball well to Robinson. Uh, Mooney's, I'm, uh, Mooney's coming alive. Yeah, he is. I've been sucking since his you stopped yeah. him. I'm on the fucking uh, the David Montgomery train. Him too. Last four games, absolutely balling out. Last four games, he's been the top fantasy running back. Yeah, he has been going off lately. I am totally on his train here. I think they, they go up early, couple uh, Trubisky touchdowns, and then David Montgomery just runs the ball down their throat the rest of the game. I'd agree. I like that. We got uh, Cincy and Houston. This line's kind of weird because Houston's favored by 8.5, even though they're 4-10. and 10. That is a weird and, line. And uh, Cincy's 3-10-1. and one. And ever, I think I'm, I'm not trying to say like gut reaction. I think it's an uh, uh, the Vegas kind of thinks that a lot of the money is going to go on Cincinnati to cover coming off the Houston or the Pittsburgh win. But I think Houston's going to cover that eight and a half. I actually have that as well. Um, Stop fucking copying because me. I'm not trying to overreact. Because I actually attribute Cincinnati winning more to it being a division rivalry. They were pissed off for uh, 
specific players dancing on the logo. And it's not just that. It's not just that. They have anger going back like 10 years. Like back to Vontez Perfect. And Antonio the Steelers Brown. always beat up on Cincy. Yeah, they have anger going back a long time. I don't attribute that to Cincinnati. I, tr- I attribute that to uh, Pittsburgh not showing up. Yeah. So I'm saying uh, Houston covers this by 8.5 and, and they uh, win. Which is scary Obviously. for me that we both agree because uh, I'm actually benching Deshaun Watson in fantasy for Jalen Hurts. You decided on I that? I decided I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I thought we talked about this. We did. I didn't want to look like a fool by benching Sam's Watson. Sam's playing for the for championship. It. I'm playing for the chip. It's a two-week final. I feel like Hurts against Dallas can put up enough points that I might not regret benching Watson. Oh, I want to shout out here. I won last week, so I will not be playing for last place. I will be playing for 7th or 8th. 7th or 8th, yeah. Uh, and I want to shout out how much I won by. I won by uh, point point, seven. Point 0.7 points. And that was Big Ben in the second half. That was thanks to... Uh, ben Roethlisberger's second half. Second half, he and so he had negative four going into halftime, and he ended up with five point nine, and I won my matchup. I won my matchup. That was a really close call. I thought I had a gimme in Big Ben. I picked him up. I picked him up to play that game. I, I dropped him. Yeah, and you picked him up. I picked him up. I was like, you know, because you know what, we don't we don't give up even when we're in last place. Because uh, there's some... Actually, I don't even know if there's any... Uh, there's no punishment for last place. But still, it's last place. You can't get last place. You try hard until the end of the league. Yeah. So, yeah, I made my decision to bounce Watson earlier today. Us thinking they'll win by 10, at least, like 9 or 10. I can't believe you're doing that. Scared. <laughs> Thought process here. It's a two-week final. I don't think Hertz is going to completely bust against the Dallas defense. If Watson puts up 30 on Cincy and Hertz puts up fucking 18, I can't be mad. Um, I can always go with. Uh, but that's a. You can be mad at yourself. Oh well, yeah, but that's a common sense pick. That, but I, I mean, guess I guess technically, if, goes if off, we're going based on projection, Hertz is projected 22, Watson 20. And that's solely but based those on... projections are not... They're like, I, I never go off the projections. I'm just saying it's solely based on... Well, like, I guess I'm two and whatever, so... And Yeah. Uh, the running game, Dallas's defense, the arrival of Philly now with Hurts playing well, I could completely whiff. This is a, a league-winning or losing decision <laughs> Sam is making right here. I'm basing it off it's two weeks. I like it. I, Don't get I, me yeah. wrong. I love the gamble on Hurts because I absolutely love Jalen Hurts at quarterback. I think he's fucking fantastic. But uh, what I said is you got to play Deshaun Watson because it's Deshaun Watson. They're both against shitty defenses. But I can see what Sam's saying here. Jalen Hurts has more to play for. Uh, they're they're trying to make the playoffs. He's It's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, it's Dallas. They might if I'm bench wrong, Watson. I'm wrong, and I can go with Watson. If Houston is smart, they uh, they go up big and they bench Watson because they yeah. have nothing to play for. So I guess I see what Sam's saying here. We'll see. Anyway. A little fantasy tangent there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've got Cleveland minus 9.5 against the Jets. i got Cleveland covering that. I don't expect the Jets coming back from anything. As do I. I have Cleveland covering. I think Cleveland will just run all over them. Cleveland looks good. Yeah, they do. They're running. 
hot streak a little bit. Next up, Indy and Pittsburgh. I'm gonna let you go first. I have Indy here. Um, might flip, but probably not. Pittsburgh looks like shit lately, so I'm going with Indy winning this. I actually had Indy winning this yesterday when the line was plus two and a half. I wish I would have put my bet in before that because the money line would have been positive. And now they're minus two. Yep. <clears throat> but I still have um, Indy covering and winning. They, uh, they're they going to play a better game. They're a more complete team, it looks like, even though I'm still on the train that uh, – that Pittsburgh's defense is still the best in the league. They need that offense to step up. Somebody needs to step up. And Deontay Johnson did not drop any passes, if I'm right. He did right? not. He did not drop any passes, which is good. But Ben Roethlisberger looked like shit, could not move the ball. The I don't know if it was the play calling or what, but they couldn't run the ball very well. It seemed like they got stopped yeah, don't, at the line every time. Don't let the 84 yards for Snell fool you. One of most, almost half of that was based on one huge run. They absolutely looked like shit on offense. Um, so I'm going with Indy here, unless Pittsburgh turns a corner, but I don't see it happening. Um, I think I think Pittsburgh needs a a game against a bad team to um, to. Get they their fucking had back their up. bad team, Cincy. Yeah, and it, it didn't happen. But they need yep. like I, the Jets. My fucking. They also beat them. had a fucking four wins Washington team two weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago. Uh, it pains me as a Steelers fan, but I'm I'm riding the same pick there. Uh, Indy minus two. Even if I I hope I'm wrong. The Steelers need this game. That way they can lock up the AFC North and not have so much pressure going into Week 17. That means they'll at least lock up a uh, top four seed, which means they'll get at least one game in Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Uh, with that said, though, I, I as a, as a like, I want to be optimistic, but I got to be realistic. They're just not good right now, uh, and Indy's the better all-around team. It's only two points, so it's close to a pick em. Uh If it comes down to it, Indy's got a good kicker. So I think Indy can do enough. I, this could be a game where Phillip Rivers you know, shows up and disappoints. But they have a good run defense. I think they're going to try to run the ball at least a little bit because the Steelers do give up big gaping holes on the run game. They're better against the pass game. So maybe a bigger Naheem Hines, Jordan Wilkins, Jonathan Taylor type game. But... Uh, with all that being said, it pains me, but I I, I got to go Indy. But I hope I'm wrong. So next up, we got the Giants and the Ravens. Uh, the Giants are favored, or the Ravens are favored by 11. Uh, just the Giants are kind of falling off right now. Uh, lost big to Cleveland. I got Baltimore covering that. Baltimore's on a fucking tear. Baltimore is on a tear. Uh, but I have the Giants covering the 11 points and Baltimore winning. Okay, simple enough. Yeah, but Giants defense still not bad. Baltimore's on a tear, but so they're gonna win. I can the see game. like a 10 point game. Yeah, yeah, seven to ten. <laughs> okay, oh, we got Carolina Washington. Washington favored by two. I want a, a lot of me wants to pick Carolina here. 
But I'm going with Washington. Like arms, legs, or I'm mostly waist down. Waist down. But I, I'm going Washington to win and cover. I have I Carolina. I have I'm, Carolina money line. Okay. Winning this game against their old head coach. Um, I don't know what it is. I actually appreciate Washington as a team. They have a great defense, but I something about this game tells me Carolina's going to win. I might flip. I might flip. That might be a game I flip on on Twitter. Uh, more so because I like Carolina's offense, and I want Philly to get a chance to make the playoffs. Carolina played really close. I also want Philly to make the playoffs. <laughs> Even though it would be so fun if uh, the football team or the Giants or just like whatever shitty NFC East team made it. Philly is the best NFC East team. I'd agree. And they're more fun to watch with Hurts. So I'd rather take that game with Hurts. It would be more... It'd be better football to watch if they made it to the playoffs, but it would be so fun to see like, like the the football team or the Giants make the playoffs at like seven and nine. I'd agree. That's fair enough. Okay, uh, we got where's the Denver and L.A. Chargers. I do. I want to make it. I still have Carolina money line, even though I hyped up Washington. There. <sighs> yeah, we got Denver and L.A. Denver plus three and a half. I'm taking them to cover, but LA wins. This feels like a game that Denver might even win. I'm taking Denver to cover, and I have LA winning, but I may flip on that. Um, but with how Denver looked against the Bills, granted it is the Bills, uh, they I'm going with LA to win this. We agree there. We got Rams and Seahawks. Seahawks favored by one and a half. I'm taking Seattle. I am as well. I think Seattle uh, has more momentum going into this game. And like we said before, momentum is huge in football. Um, Seattle goes into this expecting to take the division, and they're going to uh, do just that. I think this is going to have to be a big uh, Chris Carson, David Moore game. I don't expect a lot from DK as he got shut down by Jalen Ramsey last game. He could beat him on a, uh, what about a few routes. Uh, I like the Rams secondary altogether. Okay. So I yeah, mean, they do have a really good defense. Lockett, Lockett's gonna have to show up, but Chris. I actually, I, I'm a bit. This is gonna have to be a big Chris Carson, third wide receiver David Moore type game. Russ cannot turn it over. Seattle's defense just has to play stout and do their thing. The Rams. <coughs> I'm gonna say the Rams are a better full team. I'd agree, but uh, Seattle is just on a streak right now. They have Russell Wilson. That's fucking huge. He buys you a bunch of points. Um, and he knows how to win games. He is huge at the end of games. You know, you get the ball with like a minute and 30 seconds left in the game and you're down three. He's going to get you at least into field goal position. He's probably going to score. And I'm a big fan of good good division rivals splitting games. I'm a big, that was a, a drink. I'm a big fan of that. And the Rams beat Seattle earlier in the year. So, if I go based on that, that takes me to Seattle. And it's basically a pick them at one and a half there. Next up we got Philly and Dallas. Philly favored by two. I'm taking uh, I'm taking Philly there. I'm taking Philly as well. I'm riding this Hurts train. He looked great against Dallas the Dallas has been like, they showed up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They showed up against Minnesota. 
but then they get fucking walloped the week after that Minnesota game. But then they show up in, uh, who, God, who is it that they beat? They shit on Cincy, but that was expected. And then they come and beat San Fran when I thought San Fran was going to take that. So, I'm indifferent. I Honestly, I've been wrong on Dallas the past few weeks, so probably they're going to win this. But I got Philly, minus two. Any NFC East uh, showdown, either team could win. It's going to be a shootout. Look, That's true. Take the over in this. I, I disagree. Really? Yeah, I don't think Dallas has a good offensive game. Philly's got a good defense-ish. I say take the over. Sam says take the under. Decide who you want to go it. with. It's not a lock. If that I, would means ha- I would have to see it again. <laughs> but something just tells me. I've been riding too many overs here. Uh, we got two more games. Uh, Den- Tennessee and Green Bay. Tennessee plus three and a half. I'm going to let you go first. I got Tennessee covering Green Bay winning by three. Uh, this is my upset of the week. Tennessee wins outright. Okay. I like a big game from uh, Derrick Henry. Obviously, per usual. Uh, Tannehill does enough. Gets them in a couple touchdowns. Uh, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith. Uh, Green Bay's got a good defense. But you can count on Jair uh, Alexander shutting down somebody. I wouldn't say he would shut down A.J. Brown, though. A.J. Brown's so physical. True. He might not shut him down. I don't know. But yeah. I, I like uh, Green Bay winning if, that. Uh, that would be a statement win for uh, I asked my little though. Tennessee inside information. Adore Jackson came back last week. Christian Fulton going to be back this week. That helps their secondary. Otherwise, they've been hot garbage. Christian Fulton. Why do I know that name? Uh, rookie at LSU. Oh, I'm um, really. I, liked him. I I don't know what it is. Green Bay hasn't been winning games like they should. Only beat Detroit by seven. Clippers won outright. They did. Uh, only beat Detroit by seven. Only beat Carolina by eight. <laughs> Something just tells me, at the very least, ten- Tennessee covers, in my opinion. But I have them just taking the win here. <clears throat> and then last game of the week, Monday night, last Monday night game, Buffalo and New England. Buffalo favored by seven. Uh, this I think this is gonna be Buffalo fairly easily. I got New England covering, just like last time. You fuck. They're covering. However, this time, I don't have money line yet. I might flip, like last time, like last week. But uh, I might flip. Probably not. Um, New England doesn't look that good. Pains me to say. They cannot put up points. I know they put up 45 against the Chargers a couple weeks ago. You know Cam Newton has four more touchdown passes than uh, Jacoby Myers? Uh, pretty sure that's he has right. five? I'm not positive on that stat, but uh, I saw a tweet, so I'm going off of that. We'll have to confirm that. But uh, Maybe since like week five, because Cam yeah, had, a, might be. Cam had be. a good hop. I don't know. We're going to confirm that here, but I've got New England covering uh, Buffalo winning. Buffalo going 2-0. and I'm going to go ahead and confirm that stat right now. Yeah, I'm going to do that as well. I'm going to pull up Cam Newton's statistics. Okay, are you going to do that? Yes. So, why do you have New England covering? Um, It's a division rivalry. It's still New England. They have Bill Belichick. They played him close last time. They lost by three. The line was four or four and a half, I believe. And granted, Buffalo had not uh, taken You're the right. step. He has five touchdown passes? He has five passes. passing touchdowns this Hell year. Hell yeah, I was right. Yeah, but um, he also has four. 
five, six, rushing. eight. 11 rushing touchdowns. Okay, Four so, games with two rushing touchdowns. So Belichick is learning to center his game around the running quarterback. That's how I take that. Um, God, he's bad. He's bad. I have a feeling they're going to re-sign Cam He has Newton, three games under 100 passing yards. Even though I would really like them to draft Zach Wilson or Kyle Trask. I've said that numerous times on this podcast. I Maybe Mac Jones. My prediction... Probably not Mac Jones. Maybe, though. Uh, they they like to go after the underdogs. They're probably going to go after, like, maybe Trey Lance. Or uh, probably... No, he's too high profile. They're going to go after somebody random. And then they're going to try to develop him behind Cam Newton. Because they're going to re-sign Cam Newton and try to make it work behind him. And it's not going to work for the next couple of years. That's my <laughs> prediction. Uh, look out for but, Carson Wentz there. Yes. Look out he's for gonna that. He's going to be on the move. Um... Also, Matthew Stafford. Look out for him, too. Um, I got New England covering seven points is a lot for a division rivalry. Even though, dog. Yeah. Even though Buffalo is the better team right now, I've got New England playing them close. How, uh, how many points do you think they're going to put up? I'm going to say 23-17 Buffalo. I don't think New England puts up 17. And really? I don't think they hold Buffalo to 23. 23-17 Buffalo. Okay. My guess is that our be, game of the week? Yeah. I we going to have a game of the I'm week? I'm loving Buffalo. Yo, we got a game of the week. All right. Uh, our locks. Look out. Next episode, Chug Bud. <laughs> our locks. Uh, it hurts. And actually, I can't I can't do that. I'm taking Indy, but I can't lock Indy. Okay. okay. My locks. I'll go on with mine. Will you pick yours? I've got Atlanta plus 11. At Kansas City. Like I said before, I haven't been that good with locks, but this week, I'm confident. Fucking fade the shit out of them. It's different. So I have Atlanta plus 11, Cleveland minus 9.5, and and Seattle minus 1.5. Okay, what concerns me is I agree with all of those. Are you about to change your picks just to fade me? I might have to. Uh, My locks are Philly minus 2. I think they come out with a win. Uh, by at least three. Tennessee plus three and a half. I almost want to do money line, but I'll do the plus three and a half. And then uh, so I'm double down in Buffalo minus seven. Doubling down. Game of the week and making it a luck. Game of the week. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, we can't do touchdown scores or props like we've said a couple times. So Look that'll be Twitter. that'll be on the Twitter. But what we can do is give out some early parlays and teasers. For that, I have four of them. <laughs> I have a three-team parlay, a five-team parlay, a five-team teaser, and a seven-team teaser. If you have made it through two hours of this episode, this is what you've been waiting for. Yo, did this hit? What? Curry? Nope. Uh, this is what you've been waiting Sam for. Sam gave me a, a ticket earlier. I did. It, it didn't, didn't hit. hit. <laughs> I live bet Steph Curry's points, and that didn't hit. Anyway... If you're two hours deep into this, That's this is what you're one. here for. The parlays, the money makers, what we can do here. Shit, uh, yeah, baby. That's not it either. <laughs> First one I got, three-teamer, simple. Um, shit, it's going to change it. I got a teaser. I got to make a parlay real quick here. It's Buffalo minus seven, Philly minus two, and Tennessee plus three and a half. It's my locks at plus 568. Just a simple three-teamer. Not messing with any lines or anything. Uh, my five-teamer, 
messed with the lines a little bit. Uh, this is basically me pro uh, projecting five wins. Uh, I got New Orleans minus two and a half, and you're going to see a, a pattern here. New Orleans minus two and a half, because I don't really like projecting games to win by one or two. I, I like to go at least field goal-ish games. Uh, New Orleans minus two and a half, <laughs> Miami minus two and a half, Tampa Bay minus two and a half, Cleveland minus two and a half, and Chicago minus two and a half. That five teamer is plus four eighty four. And then uh, I have a five team teaser. So like we said earlier, uh, a teaser is where you buy the same amount of points for each game. So I have a five team parlay technically, but it's all a teaser. It's at, so Atlanta plus eleven, Chicago minus seven and a half, Tennessee plus three and a half, Miami minus three, Tampa Bay minus nine and a half. But I bought seven points, which pushes it to Atlanta plus eighteen, Chicago minus point five, which is basically they need to win, literally need to win, Tennessee plus ten and a half, Miami plus four, and Tampa Bay minus two and a half. Uh, again, that's a five teamer for three oh three. And then I have a seven-teamer at plus 655, uh, seven-team teaser. It's Buffalo minus seven, Tennessee plus three and a half, Philly minus two, Chicago minus seven and a half, New Orleans minus seven, Seattle minus one and a half, Chargers minus three and a half. <coughs> With that seven-point teaser, it's Buffalo at zero, so literally Buffalo money line. Tennessee plus ten and a half again, Philly plus five. Chicago minus 0.5, so literally win. New Orleans at zero, so literally money line. Seattle plus five and a half, and uh, LA Chargers plus three and a half. Uh, I love, I like all those lines. So buying the same amount of points there, uh, making the odds a little better than trying to fuck around with uh, money lines and spreads and everything else. I like all of those. First week trying teasers. Bobby tried around Robin last week for college, went a little unsuccessful. Well, little uh, hot topic, but don't get me heated. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm interested with the teasers. I'm running out of fucking words to say. It's been two hours worth of talking. With that, I'm gonna pass this microphone to Bobby. He's gonna give out his parlays, his teasers, what he thinks coming this weekend. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna Hold start. This bitch. Damn. Rude. <laughs> um, I this thing on here sorry about all the crinkling i'm gonna start with my simple teaser that i actually placed myself already i have the saints uh basically money line i bought so what did i buy did you buy seven i bought seven yeah so saints zero uh money line pretty much or tie to push or they Shit. could i didn't even think of that or they could win by a half a point <laughs> uh and then Bucks minus two and a half, Cardinals plus two, and Miami Dolphins plus four. That is plus two ten odds. So okay. a little small one, four teamer. I like that, but if one's to miss, I think it's a, I think it's Arizona. I actually agree with that. If one is, uh, that plus two, I could see Niners winning. And then a couple other ones I have here. Uh, let me pull them up. I put some screenshots here. So I have a little three-teamer. I've got Falcons plus 11. This is just my locks. Uh, Sam did his locks. i got to do mine. 
Falcons plus 11, Seahawks minus 1.5, and Browns minus 9.5. That's 582, plus 582, just those three to cover. So if I go 3-0 and on my locks, and then if you tease those for, let's say, 6 points, so it would be uh, Falcons plus 17, Seahawks plus 4.5, and Browns minus 3.5, that's plus 184, so you buy yourself 6 points. Okay, I also have seven. I'm prepared. So if you buy seven, that takes it down to 149. So that would be Falcons plus 18, Seahawks plus five and a half, Browns minus two and a half. So they have to win by a field goal. I actually like that one better. I like that a lot better. In case they win by 17, two and a half so they can win by a field goal. Yep. And I I mean, Seattle could lose 34-30. I like, yeah, I like that seven a lot better than six. I want to make that noted. I just wanted to make sure. What were the so it's seven is plus one forty nine odds and or no six yeah seven is plus one forty nine six is plus one eighty four so thirty five dollars that's worth it thirty five dollars to buy an extra point for three extra points and then my kind of long shot parlay six teamer plus five thirty six is Minnesota Vikings plus fourteen and a half uh yeah I said that right. Is plus fourteen and a half. Um, you can take that out if you like, if you like the Saints, but I like them to keep this close, especially against that Saints offense. And then Dolphins plus four and a half. That's uh, pretty much just in case they lose on a last second touchdown after going up a field goal. I like that four and a half instead of three and a half. Uh, Colts plus seven and a half in case they lose to the uh, Steelers, but I like them to keep that game a lot closer than seven and a half. And then I've got Bills plus three and a half in case the Patriots beat them on a last second field goal. That could that could happen. Um, Nick Folk likes to like they're I think I am confident they're gonna keep that game close. And then uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Cowboys, over 46 and a half. That's 167 odds for that one leg of the parlay, minus 167. So that takes the full parlay up to plus five thirty-six. Now, I'm going to go ahead and adjust this here. If you take that over 46.5 and, and bring it down to, like let's say, 40.5, it takes it down to plus 401. But they have to win 21 to 20. Either team. Like that over-under. You can take that over-under all the way down to uh, 37, is as low as a Maristar will go. I like that over-under, though. I like the over 49.5, but always... Actually, no, not always. Sometimes it's fun to just bet the straight lines, but buy yourself some points if you want to be a little bit safer. Uh, sometimes you lose by half a point. If you buy that extra point, you win by half a point. Trust me, sometimes you fucking lose by half a point. Yeah, you can ask Sam about that. Sometimes you lose by two and a half, but that's not as painful as half a point. Whew. All right, well, we made it. Two hours, 15 minutes later. Uh, if you made it this far, shout out to you. I, ex- I, at this point, fully expect only Jake and Howie to make it this far. Um, Travis, if you're here, shout out to you as well. Um, this was a great up. This was fun. Sitting here bullshitting for. This was fun as hell. We got a little NBA talk. We love doing this. Uh, this might actually be our preferred method of doing things. Uh, that allows us to be interactive on Twitter and get our picks out for everyone to see as well if they don't have time to get to the podcast. 
Um, I think what we're going to do is try to start getting picks out a little earlier than about 30 minutes to an hour before games start. Just in case people look and want to place bets based on that, you know. You never know. We I don't take any responsibility of my bet <laughs> That's misses, fair. though. That's fair. Yeah, definitely 100%. It's your own money. You you place the bet with yourself. If you trust me, though. That's on you. you trust me. That's, but we appreciate everyone for listening. All the support we get from our friends and family, the listeners, all the nice people out there. If you made it this far, shout out to you. Let us know. Uh, we're already looking at getting a guest on here in a couple weeks. Excited about that. Hell yeah. That'll be kind of our playoff prediction, award prediction episode uh, after week 17, but before the playoffs. Looking at getting a guest on there. Um, aside from that. We got a couple of guests lined up, but we yes, have, we we're talking to one right now. So Yes, we do. Uh, but aside from that, that wraps up our long Christmas uh, special. This was a lot of fun. Got to talk Christmas movies, Christmas songs. My favorite holiday. I want you guys jamming your uh, Christmas album after after this podcast. After the episode, of course. Before yeah. and after, you know. Uh, but again, got to reiterate, look out on the Twitter for touchdown scores and props, as well as giving out our picks again, since it is Tuesday. This is very late Tuesday, so you won't be listening to this until Wednesday. Um, so it's Wednesday the 23rd, Christmas yeah. Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. We're getting this out in time for you to celebrate with the fam, watch football, do all your fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, we'll be interactive on the Twitter with all of our picks like Thanksgiving weekend. This is going to be a fun weekend of football. Uh, got a lot of college football games going on. A lot of fun stuff in the NFL. Uh, I like my picks. I missed out on three parlays last week by one pick in each. So I think I'm on the right track here. We're getting there. I don't want to say we're due, but we're due. So, again, thank you all so much for listening. That uh, wraps up episode 17, the Christmas special. Uh, we'll see y'all next week with the episode maybe only 18. We'll we'll see how it yeah, goes. We'll see not a lot goes. of not a lot of college, so we might just have a long NFL episode and kind of hit on bowl games that have taken place to update our record on that. So we'll we'll play it by ear for next week, but we will at least have one episode 18 next week. You got anything to say? Just Merry Christmas and happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Have a safe. Fun time, especially if you're traveling. Safe travels to you. Enjoy your family time. Make the most of it. Be safe, you know, with corona and everything. But shout out to y'all for listening. We appreciate you. Oh, don't forget to leave uh, milk and cookies out. Yeah, milk and cookies out for Santa. Or beer. Santa also takes beer. Yeah, he does. In, in forms of Miller Lite. Because that shit's nasty. Get that out of here. Don't give the... You really going to give your least favorite to Santa? You know, you put your... Oh, your favorite shit out there. Hell no. You put that cross strain. <laughs> that right. brood beer. Thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate y'all. See you for episode 18. Peace ho, out. Ho, ho.